This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB. This is Our Lifestyle podcast. We're getting ready to jump into the fresh episode. And we want to thank our title sponsors, which includes Custom Car Show Productions. They have three key events every year. Orange Beach Invasion every March in Orange Beach, Alabama. Scraping the Coast every June in Biloxi. And Bayou Showdown, which is every November in Slidell, Louisiana. We also want to thank Mini Truck Showdown family, which includes their event, their flagship event, the first weekend in June 2022 in Las Vegas, Mini Truck Showdown. You can go on Facebook or Instagram for more information. They also have Kern County Showdown, which is going to be in Bakersfield, California, the first weekend in February 2022. Thank you so much. Support those that support the scene and on to the episode. Let's try that again. Is this a smut man? Smut bandit. Yo, 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 yo. It's our lifestyle podcast, also known as OLP, coming at you with episode 271. We got so much to talk about on this episode. You heard just a minute ago when we played at the top, we got to give a huge shout out to Custom Car Show Productions. Looking forward to Orange Beach Invasion scraping the coast, as we said, later this year. And thanks to Corey, he came on last episode. Talk about in less than a month, you got... Kern County uh, Showdown out there in Bakersfield. And then, of course, you got Mini Truck Showdown. About five months from now out in Vegas, we'll be out there. But before we get started, I think I hear some noise, some wrestling. You know what, Mike? Are you in the effing house for 2022 or what? Bro, 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 bro. I'm here. I'm here. And I'm coming off the top buckle. Oh. Dude, all, I'm excited. DJ Mays. Okay. Yeah. He is the, like, dude, I love seeing him at all these different shows. He's going to be at EBGB. Do you know what EBGB is? Well, let's try EBGD. That's Eastbound Get Down. EBGB. Car Truck. Yeah. Show coming up at Destination Daytona next weekend, brother. And I can't wait. It is almost showtime. I would please ask that everyone go out and download Twitch. Okay, not Twitter. Download Twitch and follow DJ Mays Radio. He's one of our homies. And I talked to DJ Mays. We're going to, Mike and I, I know, Mike, you, you've said you're going to do this, so I'm going to hold you to it. We're going to go up oh. to St. Louis in May yes. for yes. relaxing. Do you know which relaxing is? Right, there's a couple different ones. I was getting ready to ask ask you, but you 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 blurted it out there. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, do you know which relaxing you know it is? Or you know, there's a ranch. There's a you know the West Coast, East Coast, uh, East Coast, West Coast. Anybody killer? But do you know which one we're talking about in May? Relaxing. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, relaxing in the park. Yeah. Re- oh, I thought you were going to say relaxing at the smut the smut house. But that wasn't it. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. We no smut, no smut house here, baby. No smut house, dude. No, no. no. If I can somehow get DJ Mays from DJ Mays Radio to take us to the pastrami sandwich place, dude, you're gonna want to move up there, dude. It's so good. Went there, dude. Riggedy Ron was there when I was there last time. 
it's going to be a great time. So we're looking forward to that, aren't we, Mike? Uh, bro, I can't wait. And hey, guys, you know what's going on this weekend? This weekend is Dragon the Alley. This weekend, they're in Orlando. So make sure you guys are going to um, on Instagram. Go check out the Insta. Uh, I'm sorry, Instagram or Facebook. Get the event page. Check out the event page. Get the, get the address. But it's going down in Orlando this weekend. The guys from Aftermath putting on Dragon the Alley. It's club versus club bowling tournament. So make sure you guys are there this weekend and uh, and check that out because you don't want to miss it. It's going to be awesome. Real deal. So as we get going with 271, want to just kind of throw out a few things. One, for this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about 2022. We're also going to pay our respects to Alex Anderson, a.k.a. Alex Who. He unfortunately passed away, so we will talk. Believe me, we will talk about that. We are saddened by the news. We have been working on uh, the upcoming episodes, so we've got some cool guests lined up. We've done some audio, but we did want to just kind of stop at least after the amazing Mike Collins episode last week and just reset, talk a little bit about this year, and then again, pay our respects to our homie, our brother. Many of you knew him super well. Alex, who also known as Alex Anderson. So rest in peace to the OG. We lost someone else as well, and we will talk about that. But Mike, the overview of episode 271 brought to you by Graphics Mafia. We tell you time and time again, if you're looking for light design work, maybe a wrap on your car, maybe you've got some stickers that were made 20 years ago and you want to replicate them, hit up Buddy or... Ryan at Graphics Mafia. It's G-R-A-P-H-I-X Mafia.com. They're on uh, TikTok. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. They're great people. They'll take care of your SEMA stickers. Whatever you need, just hit them up. And Buddy and Ryan, Mike Wright, they're ready to smuggle those in. They'll smuggle dope, meaning vinyl, across state lines in any state. They've done it all. We've seen some of it. Some of it we can't even say because it's been a little crazy with those guys. You know what I mean? Hey, but they always keep it legal. Legal, not illegal, right? So, like, true. If you're ever with a DEA agent and you've ever described like every bad drug in the world, you go, "Let me just get this right. Everything so far is legal." <laughs> you know what I mean? And have them <laughs> tell you it's illegal. You know what I'm saying? Because hey, I never signed a piece of paper that said that I knew what was legal or Ill- illegal. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know what bad for me. You know what I'm saying? Well, hey, they're grown men, so you know we can't tell them what's right and what's wrong either. Right. You know, right? You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, they do killer work, great work, and uh, you know, if you need any sticker work done, banners, uh, they're making a bunch of yard signs for me for Eastbound Get Down. Shameless plug again. Uh, so just make sure you guys hit up. Hey, buddy. And, uh, and Ryan over at Graphic Mafia for any of your uh, your needs. For now on, to me, look, you may not like this mic, and 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 I got Uh-oh. you know you can run it through John if you want. That's fine, but it's okay. EBGB. Okay. It's EBGB to me. EBGB. All right, all right, we can do that. We can do that. You know what I'm saying? Because like everything, like negative cambers, NC, severtize yep, is ST, yep. no regrets is NR, yep. relaxed atmosphere is RA. You know, everything in 2022 is kind of whittled down, right? It's, it's, you know, concise. It's clear. So, like, dude, you expect me to do, like, a, a hashtag east bound. That's already two words, right? And then get down. Eastbound, four words. Get down. 
I'm yeah. I'm at EBGB. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag EBGB. I just don't know how you get EBGB out of it though. Wait, that's that's all. That's all. Eastbound EB. Yeah. GB. G. Get down. Right. EB. Oh, see EBGBD. EBGD. <laughs> see, see now I get it. All right, and now you get it. That's EB. why I was trying to correct you earlier, well, but you still keep going on with this EBGB. Right, but I was saying EBGD, but you probably weren't hearing me right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, my hearing is bad. So e- you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, you know what D stands for, right? Oh, uh, well, I mean, are we going to go down with o- OPP? You know? No. D. That's <laughs> that's not so. That's not so simple. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Just like this song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And of course, that's a little nod to the my favorite all time album, The Chronic. When you know Warren G's on the phone and he's like, "Hey, did did so and so get at you?" And she said, "Who?" And he said, "D's nuts, dude." I'm like, "Yeah." You know. So, anyways, but listen, Mike. The last episode recap, I alluded a moment ago, dude. Tip of the cap to Mike Collins, dude. Straight OG from the '80s, talking about buying a brand new '86 and a half ish. Nissan Hardbody in 86, going into 87, Skybody, so many different things happened to that truck in a five-year span. We got to just say thanks, dude, to the OG, and he also gave a nod, which we'll talk about Alex Anderson, a.k.a. Alex Hu, a little bit later, but you know, he gave a tip of a cap. How ironic was it that he mentioned Alex, and you know, Alex just one year ago had mentioned Mike. A lot of these guys, West Coast, they got a lot of lineage. They got a lot of connections, and they've been doing this thing, dude, for 30-plus. Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? So to Mike, thank you so much. You provided so many great photos and videos and things like that. We still have a lot to share on Skybody. Mike, all I got for you here is I'm thinking if you want to really flip the script with Project Banana Hammock, you do not debut this truck anytime soon. You, okay. You okay. get with, you know, I'll look at my list later, four by four framing, but airbag mm-hmm. it. Do, do like a Craig Elder, get Craig Elder on board, get like a mm-hmm. Foose rendering, Lambo door it. And I can tell you this, I talked to Eddie Gordy, okay? He said, mm-hmm. maybe not mention this on, so I might have to edit this out, but Eddie goes, dude, if Mike Lambo doors it and chromes his hinges for the doors, he's getting a little worried. You know what I'm saying? He's got a Mazda. You got a Mazda. If you four by four frame it, dude, with the airbags, I, I think you've got you possibly have got it, dude. Well, I tell you what, you bring up Eddie Gordy, and hats off to Eddie, and of course his um, awesome daughter going and representing all us mini truckers um, over there in, I believe it was Houston, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Was this it Houston? One, this one was Tennessee. You know what I mean? Where, where they do Tennessee? Ten- okay. Tennessee. You know what I mean? Okay, well, dude, hats off, fucking congratulations, and what a better dude to go and represent uh, the mini truckers, and, uh, uh, you know, it, he's killing it, man, absolutely killing it, and, and congratulations to him and uh, and his daughter for uh, for going over there and, and uh, once again, cleaning house. Yeah, real deal, and, you know, I would never condone serial killing, but I'm just going to say he's Dexter in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, there you go. I don't want to okay, give any well, spoilers away. You know what I mean? For Dexter, no, New no. Blood. So. Well, I've never watched the Old Blood, the Young Blood, the the uh, Red Blood, Blue Blood. i never watched any of the Dexters, so I have no clue what you're talking about. Red Blood, you know, Bloods, Crips. You've never... But I heard you were a part of a gang in Ruskin, and I want to get into that the next episode 
because I want to okay. know. I really want to understand like what gang you were running with back in the nineties, you know. So, but we can talk okay. about that in the next episode because we do. We got to leave a couple cliffhangers, dude. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But the last episode recap brought to you by our, our family, our kinfolk. I talked to Radar the other day at Lone Star Throwdown. Uh, just know oh, that Lo- LoneStarThrowdown.com has got all the details for the upcoming show. And contrary to what you may believe, there are still rooms available in the greater Conroe uh, area. It's the last weekend in February. And, Mike, I think one of the most underrated things about these guys is you can go to LoneStarThrowdown.com. On the left side, under registration, you've got transfer. And believe it or not, you've got the wait list, dude. So we're not talking about Southwest Airlines. If you go to transfer, it has all of the details there. If you would like to submit a request to transfer the registration, please send an email between 1222 and I think it's 2122. So they'll only take the request between, no, excuse me, 1222 and 12222. Okay, so that's the second of this month through the 22nd. So, Mike, they're on top of things. Uh, dude, and one of the, the baddest and best shows in this country. Make sure you guys don't miss out on LST. If you don't get a registration, you can't get your vehicle in. Don't still do not miss that show. $20 armbands. I believe it's 12 and under is free, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going off of memory here. Uh, but, guys, you don't want to miss LST. It is one of the baddest, biggest, baddest uh, truck shows, car shows. You name it, it's there at LST, Conroe, Texas. Don't miss it. Last weekend in February. And, uh, you know, while you're there, get them, get them early because the show shirts go really fast. Jay knows all about that, too. Yeah, they do. And, look, this is the last thing I'll say about it. I could be wrong. When I talked to Radar the other day on the phone, Mike, I could have heard this wrong. Okay, so can I can I preface that? Is that is that just a good disclaimer? Absolutely. I thought he said if you've got an LST or Lone Star Throwdown face tattoo, mm-hmm. that you get in the gate for free. I could have heard that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I got to double check. I'll bring an update next week. But like, if you really did go the extra effort. I'm sure we could, you know, convince them at the at the gate. But again, if we've got a hundred or two hundred people coming in with those, we got to double check. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely double check that. But I'm gonna almost say that if it doesn't fly, then Jason Ballard ODB will pay for your registration. <laughs> will pay for your your entrance if you actually go through with a face tattoo or the laser removal. Let's just be, you know, throw it out there. So. Well, I think I'd rather pay for the tattoo than the laser removal, though. <laughs> true, true. Just, like just saying, just saying, way, just saying. Way more better. All right, so next we've got <laughs> the general updates. And, dude, I want to get an update from you. So, listen, man, it's we got sideways, right? I heard um, that I heard from Dustin that you got sideways in the 2022, leaving his New Year's Eve party. Literally burning tread out the, you know, homeowners association yelling, you know, all kinds of profanities out the window but dude now that we're in 2022 i kind of just want to know like what have you have been going on mike i mean i know you're focused on the show ebgd right but (laughs) what else is going down uh bro just trying to get caught back up because dude what a night that was i mean i actually got a face tattoo that night and I didn't remember it. I mean, I pulled out a tooth. Um, you know, I got a, I got a stripper pregnant. 
I mean, I, for some reason, I don't know how it happened, but I had a tiger in my fucking swimming pool when I got dude, home. Dude, and and I, I woke up, the, yeah, I woke up the next day and it was there. And I was like, bro, what did we do last night? And obviously everybody knows that, you know, what movie was that from, Jay? What movie was that from? Okay, players, now it's time to get serious. The Hangover? Hey! Ding, 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 ding. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to flip the script. <laughs> uh, bro, no, just basically trying to catch up, uh, get caught back up on life. And uh, and then, yeah, we're, we're trying to throw, throw a show uh, coming up uh, next weekend. So uh, definitely... Uh, Getting ready for that, and and uh, just can't wait, bro. The response has been tremendous. Uh, you know, it, we got people coming from all over the place, and a lot of these guys, which you know, we kind of kind of thought might happen. Uh, a lot of these guys are trying to get the hell out of up north, wherever they're at, and get down here to this beautiful weather down here in Florida that we're experiencing. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm happy to hear all that. The uh, what I will tell you is this: I'm one. I'm glad Jamie and team are back over at Mini Trucker Cold. Okay. Happy yep, about yep. that, right? That's a general update for me. But I'm also happy. I talked to LCD uh, from oh, my favorite hillbillies, dude. From LCD, from LSD. Let's be honest. I mean, we got LST, we got LSD, LSD, we got LMC, dude. We we might as well start a rap here. But here's what I'm excited about. I think that he secretly wants to sponsor Smutfest, and I'm thinking oh. we might do it mid maybe mid-October in Tampa. That's where I'm trying to kind of figure out all the details. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just working through everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, no, no. I'm definitely interested. Um, I think I might know a mascot uh, that would work out for you, uh, you know, for Smutfest. Good. It, and now, is EBGD, do you think that maybe John and, and Mike, my buddies, like maybe they could come on and kind of maybe help, like just, you know, to kind of sanction, get everything like squared away. You know what I'm saying? Make it make it all legal. Yeah, legal. I I think we can I think we can handle that. You know what? This is funny. You you talk about eastbound get down, uh, and um, you know EBGB. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know you know Friday night, your buddies Mike and John. Uh, we got a dunk tank for our pre party, oh and me and me and me talls and smalls are going to be in the dunk tank. And of course, all the money is going for charity, dude. All the money we got Sophie's Circle. Uh, charity. It's for the animals, and all the money that we raise from this dunk tank is going to go towards the animals. So make sure you guys are out there, six to ten, destination Daytona, Friday night pre-party, and we're going to have a cornhole tournament going on. Of course, that's all sponsored by Best Clothing. So thanks, we we thank Best Clothing uh, for that, and of course DJ Mays is going to be out there, uh, you know, playing all the hot the hot hits uh, that night as well. Well. Here's what. Here's one thing I want you to know. You know when you go to a good carnival and you've got the guy in the dunk tank kind of working the crowd, right, as like a wrestler would do. You know, he's throwing out some maybe a profanity. You can't hit this. You can't hit that. I really do hope that you guys kind of take it to that level because if you really do a deep dive into like the carnies, like, you know, the guy that's working the parking lot, the guy that's the dunk tank guy, there's a lot of effort that goes into, you know, the, that cash cow. You know what I'm saying? So, Mike, on behalf of the charity and things like that, please, you and John, work the crowd well. You know, get some kids, Arnie, going. I'll be like, I could be over there. Like, you could do some some code word. You know, like, hey, you know, you know, 
in Carney. It'd have to be in Carney for me to understand it. And then I can mm-hmm. relay that out, you know, to all the foot soldiers out there. But, you know, work the crowd, dude. Do a good job, you know, get some good, you know, one liners in there. That way you can you can increase the, you know, the amount of money. Well, that's what it's all about. It's all about raising money uh, for these animals and for this charity. Uh, so definitely, uh, not only are we going to raise money there, uh, but also we have a club challenge going on. First place club challenge is going to get a two hundred dollar gift card um, to use over at Hooligans um, uh, uh, restaurant for Saturday night. Club, uh, group, person, whoever, somebody's getting a two hundred. Then we got a second place where it's going to be a hundred dollar. A bar tab over there for Saturday night at Saints and Centers, which both of these places are right on property. Excellent, dude. I love it. So, again, do it for the animals, like the Hanks in the world, right? Exactly. Our boy Hank. Too bad our boy Hank ain't going to be there, though. Dude, he'll top notch you, bro. Top rope. Well, I think him and Georgia, I think him and Georgia got a date that night, actually. So, I don't think he's, I don't think he can make it. (laughs) Real deal. The general updates brought to you by our family at Southeast Spinning Truck and Nats. If you're Curious about what's going down in the month of April? Just know we're going to be at Southeast Mini Truck and Nats up in Maggie Valley. Mini Truck and Nats on Instagram, Southeast Mini Nats on Facebook. Even if you don't have a golden ticket, gallivant on into town. We're going to have a fantastic time, whether you're dragging or cruising or hanging out just with a cold beverage and a chair in tow. Come on out to Maggie Valley. Mike, Jason Bell, and team. They do it up in number one. When you get to town, make sure you look for their booth. Buy the gear because that stuff sells out quick. Real deal. Holyfield Southeast mini truck and Nats for 2022. They might just come off the top ropes on you. Uh, dude, Jason Bell and his team are always coming off the top rope. And uh, they always do a killer job. And by far, hands down, the best mini trucking show in the nation. Mini Nats, you don't want to miss out. Don't. The best cruising. I mean, it's just hands down one of the best shows um, of the year every year. Yeah, and I'm going to raise you one there and say it's the best mini trucking show in the galaxy. You know, that's a big area. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Galaxy. Yeah, you ain't lying there. So, I mean, if Jason Bell and team decides to use that next year, you know, of course, like, you know, and, and quote me, like, you know, we'll work out the details of, you know, the licensing. You know what I mean? Well, first of all, we're just lucky that they have they have us right, there right. at Mini Nats. So let, let's not let's not stretch it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Like I'll you know take all that off the table. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So, Mike, next we got the trivia with Biggity Mike. Okay, players. Now it's time to get serious. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, there is this is the cult classic. Okay. And if Mike gets oh, this one. Here, here we go again with the Cole Classic. It's going to be something that not only have I not seen, but I'm sure nobody has Dude, seen. I, so here I, we go. Let's, let's hear it. Let's I raise you one because Tim Davis has seen it. You know what I'm saying? I was texting TD. Shout out. Tip of the cap. TD. Living life topless. Of course, in the Nissan. Right? Keeping it legal. But, dude, trivia. With, always keeping it legal. Trivia with Mike, dude. Now, listen, I recently I tried to buy this on Blu-ray, okay, because I think the Blu-ray is 4K, maybe not, but I had to settle for iTunes. It's not available on streaming, so you're not going to be able to Google this one and find it easily, but, dude, I just got a couple clues. I, I, I'm tired of throwing you softballs, dude, okay? All right, all right, all right. Number one, you know, we talk about all the time, Rad was the BMX movie. You've got a couple skateboardings 
uh, you know, Gleaming the Cube, the one that comes to mind. But for surfing, this movie came out around 1987. Okay, let's let's just call it 1987. Ooh. And a guy that was in this movie was Matt Adler. Okay, one of your, I'm sure one of your idols as a teenager. It did feature a surfing pro. So this guy was literally professional. He's been in an American Express commercial. I can't give you too many more details there. It also featured a guy that was in another movie that tied in the surfing, which we just had a question about recently. That was John Philbin. Okay. And in this movie, they talk about, you know, John Philbin says, you know, no one listens to Turtle. Okay. So here's what I got. 1987, you know, not a crazy box office. We're talking 3.8 million. Okay. By today's standards, that's a bomb. The producer, believe it or not, was uh, Bill Finnegan. I wonder if there's a tie to Mike and Tim McCanley's or something like that, right? But I, Mike, I know you're probably going to get pissed because this one's like really maybe you think it's a hardball. I think it's another softball because I love it. It's got Nia Peoples in it too. She's hot. You know what I'm saying? Just just throwing it out there, bro. Do you remember a 1987 cult classic that came out on August 14th, 87? Um, bro, this is two movies in a row where you've asked about you surfing. fucking with me, bro. Okay, two movies in a row. You know I loved the first one, and this movie just happens to be one of my favorite. Okay? No way. Bro, bro, it has to be one of my favorite, but unfortunately, it's still not a cult classic like you think it is. And, you know, you anytime you tell me, hey, it's a cult classic, I know right away, throw that out the window, because it's definitely not a cult classic. So if anybody else that thinks this is a cult classic, <coughs> sorry, you're wrong. Um, but... Uh, with that being said, it's definitely not South Shore because I think that's like where my where, where my where my mom lives in Ruskin, you know, back oh, where I grew up. Shit. Yes, South Shore and Ruskin. You, you know where I'm talking about. Oh, you know, you work down there. South yeah, how about that? South, how, about, South how about that? And it's definitely not North Pole. So I'm gonna have to say now, was this the same movie where the girl surfer uh, like she got bit by the shark and was missing her arm? That's is this the same? That's a little newer. That was Jaws. Oh, that's a newer. newer. That's a newer. Okay, okay. Well, you got to remember, I was only ten when this movie came out. Okay, but um, I do remember going to Blockbuster, and I know a lot of you kids don't know what the hell Blockbuster is, and I'll never forget where it says uh, uh, "Be kind, rewind." The stickers on there. I'll never forget that. And you, do you remember the joy of going there on a Friday night and getting the popcorn when you're coming through line, when you're getting the, the Skittles, the candy? Yeah. Oh, we got to get candy. We got to get popcorn. Um, so my guess, well, it's not even a guess because I know exactly what it is. Jay, this is North Shore. No way. Dude, Mike, you bodied it. Did I get it? Bro. Did I get it? Dude, you bodied it. Bro. 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 Dude. If I don't fucking ratchet these up next week, dude, the airheadation is going to start getting ticked, dude. I I, I don't know. I know I Tim Davis goes I, North Shore. Bro, I'm going to tell you that I think the airhead nation gets pretty excited when I get it right. Dude. I think they're excited for me. I dude. think they're excited. I'm, that's my guess anyway. I don't know for sure, but I'm going to say that they're excited when I do get it right. Dude, I rewatched it the other day, and it brought me back memory lane. I was more entranced, not on Nia Peoples, but – 
I was like looking at like all the shirts, you know, the TNC Surf Design shirt that's in it, all the old stickers. I was like, dude, I want, I want all those skate, not skateboards, but surfboards. Dude, it was awesome, bro. So, dude, congratulations. We got another tick mark. I think you're up to 11 now, so we're going to keep the Airhead Nation, Ooh. you know, at bay for now. And we got to update the binder. The database keeps going down on the binder, so I got to, I got to figure that out. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate that. Um, uh, but yeah, bro. I mean, that was that I, like I said earlier, definitely not a cult classic, but another good surfing movie for sure. Real deal. Holy feel. And the trivia with Mike this week, Mike is brought to you by our good friends over at get decked. Joey and team can take care of you. Go to get decked on Facebook or Instagram. The cool thing is whether you got a photo, some old artwork, Oh, maybe you're a show promoter and you want to do it like a best top 10 awards. Joey can get you taken care of. He goes to a lot of shows. And Mike, he has been known to even deliver the hand deliver those. There could be an extra fee for that. But I tell you what, it's a lot cheaper than shipping all those 20, 30 skate decks, doggy. Uh, bro, you aren't lying. And hey, if anybody is thinking about it, get with Joey at Get Decked. Get with him soon because he will be at EBGB. The yeah. Yeah, he's so bound to get down. He yeah. will be there. Yeah, and I was, you know, EBGD, like, like, gosh darn, you know what I mean? Well, gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. So, next we got the scene updates brought to you by our friends that we'll talk about in a minute. But, Mike, listen, dude, what I'm hoping to do a little bit later is re-air some of the audio um, from Alex's interview. And I tell you what. Uh, news broke. I had gotten a phone call last week, and a lot of people on social media shared this. Dude, Alex Anderson, also known as Alex Who, uh, many of you guys knew him, many of you know of him, many of you have watched TV shows, I guarantee at least one that he was a part of. It goes all the way back to the old, you know, Pit My Ride on MTV. But, dude, Mike, Alex Anderson... I don't know what to say. I mean, it's just such a tragedy. We've lost another homie. He was just on OLP a year ago, and he was one, I'm telling you right now, one of our most downloaded slash streamed episodes of all time, man. Uh, well, it was definitely one of the best ones. Some of the stories that this cat came up with or had or did, um, just the things that this guy accomplished uh, was absolutely amazing. And he was definitely loved, uh, uh, loved by many and uh and uh hated by few you know what i'm saying and uh but that episode if i'm not mistaken was it 219 jay i believe is the number yes 219 you got it so definitely go back check it out relive it uh listen to the stories because dude they are <laughs> there's some good ones there's some funny ones and uh i think he tells on some of these guys too um and a lot of these guys you'll know uh you know big big names in the scene uh but definitely uh check it out and uh and listen to it because it is definitely like you said one of the best ones uh you know one of the really good interviews we've had a lot of people commented about this and posted and anytime we lose someone in our scene i love seeing the scene come together and post, you know, we saw it with Greg, we saw it with Ernie, with so many others, but Chris Schmidt, who was on OLP last year, not a call I was expecting yesterday. He says, Alex, you will truly be missed. My friend, we always had a great time together going to miss our talks and calling you with questions. You always had the answer I needed, or you would put me or point me in the right direction on who to talk to. Godspeed, double A. 
Uh, so many people, again, had comments like that. Mike, I don't know if you happen to see this, but our, our family, Missy, and even Bob Grant, they went and got tattoos behind their ear of the, the world-famous A.A. Alex Anderson, Alex Who logo. Yes, no, no, no. I did see that, and you know, uh, props to those guys for uh, for memory for, for uh, going out and, and, uh, and you know making a memory um, and something they'll never forget with one of our our true uh, pioneers uh, in the scene. Now, Ryan from West Coast Customs. If you go out, it's just at Ryan on Instagram. We're hoping we're going to have Ryan on this year, but uh, he had posted. Uh, words can't express my inner feelings right now. Very few people walk this earth that I truly care about. And today I have lost my best friend, my brother, and the only one that could pick me up when I'm down with words of encouragement to fight another day. We started this journey together and we're supposed to finish it together. Dot, 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 dot. You truly will be missed by me and the entire West Coast Customs family we will be together again and hopefully build some badass mini trucks up there. Until then, I will keep your dream alive. Hashtag mini truckers never die. And Ryan, that's his only post right now, right? So he's got 481,000 followers. You know, he tagged Alex Who, the Alex Who on Instagram. But I want to give a huge shout out to Pin. So Pin uh, is Revelation Inc., Revelations Inc. on Instagram. He had posted and said, the date is set. Mark your calendars for Saturday, March 19th, 2022. We're throwing the Alex Who a proper event. I'll be posting more details as we get things set. Uh, Pin is a friend of ours. I got a chance to link up with him last year in Woodland, California. And uh, he's OG. He's a great dude. Him and Mike Peters. I'm anxious to see what's going to come about with that. But Mike, dude, there's no denying that when you look at the facts of it, Alex is much like some of the other folks that we've lost in the scene that have touched so many people from a, a personal standpoint, right? When Alex was on last year, he talked about how Santini changed his life. And that really resonates with me because you think about your legacy as an individual, right? You want to go down as someone, in my opinion, that changed uh, someone's life for the better or that gave them... Uh, gave someone a positive outlook or maybe helped someone, right? And we see a lot of negativity in social media, but I tell you what, Alex, I never saw him say a bad thing about someone. And when I look at his legacy, he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats, man. Oh, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. And like I said, after you listen to that podcast, if you don't know him and uh, you have no idea who we're talking about, definitely need to go back and, li- and, and listen to that podcast. Uh, check it out. Um, because uh, w- what a great dude! What a great dude! And uh, definitely was is going down, and uh, and it's just it, it's amazing, um, uh, you know, his life, and and uh, it's definitely definitely gone way too soon. That's for sure. Brian Gendro says on Facebook, "R.I.P. Alex Anderson." When I got the call yesterday from Sal, and he was crying, I knew it was bad. Sal doesn't cry ever. He said Alex passed away. I don't think I ever heard right what I was thinking, what Alex, because I never thought it would be our Alex. I couldn't fathom that possibility. And he kind of goes on further and he shares some cool photos. I tell you, Alex was the life of the party. What I gather, although I was only around Alex a few times, is when Alex, when Alex would walk into a party, all of the attention and focus would shift to the big homie and everybody was smiling because Alex 
did it up, dude. He he truly lived like it 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 was it was his last day, right? And he enjoyed every aspect of it. Uh, I am going to, as Mike mentioned, we're gonna go ahead and reshare the audio later this episode when we had him on. What happened is Ed Eister and others were messaging me, Mike, and they were saying, "Hey, here's a good mark. You could you could play this clip, or you could play this. You could play the soundbite." The thing was, I started going through it, and I was like, "There's so much gold in it." He made me laugh so much when I was at SEMA that year, and I think I was staying with Nate and Jessica from Acrophobia, and we were in the room next door to them. Okay, you got to listen to the audio. I said, "Dude," I said, "Look, no offense, man." I thought, that, Mike, have you ever been in a, in a, in a like a, a hotel room and you thought the wall was going to cave in, dude, right? And you're hearing screaming and moaning. I, you know, dude, I thought literally the wall was going to cave in, right? Something good was going on over there. I don't know what it was. But I brought that story up to him and he was like, yo, man, I'm sorry. I was like, dude, no, it was funny, dude. Like, it was awesome. Alex, th- those are some of the lasting impressions. And when we were in Greenville that year, you know, we had some of the guys running in the nasty moat races, we called it. And I said, Alex is here from West Coast Customs, and he might even give you guys a Jesse James motorcycle. We don't know. We had to work the crowd, Mike. We had people doing flips into the moat. And, dude, it was gold. And I tell you what, Alex, everything he did from TV shows to homies in the scene, he laid it down and rest in peace to the true OG Alex Anderson. Oh, bro, absolutely. And I mean, was that almost like that commercial for that sh- shampoo? You know, like when she's in the shower and she's washing her hair. Is that kind of like that? Where they, you think maybe they were redoing that commercial? I I could have swore they had TV crew in there filming something. It could have been audio. Uh-huh. It could have been video. But I tell you what, whatever Alex was doing, let's just say he was making someone happy. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, I got, I got you, I got you. You know, I'm, I'm thinking maybe it was like popcorn. They had popcorn in the microwave, and and yeah. you know they were excited. You know, that's that's you know they were excited about that or something. I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, like well, you said, hey, as long as they were having a good time, that's all that matters. Yeah, and please go back again, listen to it. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and and put it on this episode because it's the right thing to do. It's really a funny moment because you know Alex again. I I won't rehash it all, but. He just lived life like it was like like many of us want to. Many of us want to live life like there's no tomorrow. Like, hey man, zero Fs. You know, we wear these shirts and you know we go out to shows and whatever. But then we reset and we go back to reality on Monday and we're like, well, you know, this past weekend I gave zero Fs, Mike, but now I give like ninety nine Fs. Like Alex was like zero Fs on the weekend. Monday came. How many Fs do you give, Alex? Dude, he was like negative ten, bro. He goes, dude, let's let's just keep rocking. And that's the cool thing. He's a world traveler. He was tied into to Ryan Fringling House. He went to the West Coast, but he also went to Germany and he talks a lot about that. So all I can say, straight up and down, RIP to the OG. Alex Who. So Mike, not easy to kind of transition from there. I just want to give a tip of the cap. To Jasmine Green, we've had her on before from Australia. She got a sweet number plate, and I tell you what, her truck, the green truck from down under, all the work that she did, the only interview that I ever like did overnight or like super early in the morning because of the time difference, love what she's doing. She's truly, truly, truly keeping mini trucking 
you know, she's doing her best to keep it alive down there, like many dudes and 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 chicas down there. And I want to give you a huge tip of the cap to one of the 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 most awesome female mini truckers in the universe. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. This, and uh, not, I mean, just the fact that when we met her at Scraping the Coast, and she came to Scraping the Coast, um, you know, with her with her uh, with her boyfriend. Um, I believe his name was Michael, if I'm not mistaken. And they were taking parts back in luggage um, bags to take them back to be able to uh, finish building her truck. I mean, that was, that was just cool. True true fiends, dude. Mini truck fiends. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The scene updates brought to you by our family at Garage Gear Clothing. Mike, garagegearclothing.com. You know how much the shipping is, dude. And it's mind-blowing emoji. Bro, it, let's just skip the skip to the, 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 the it right to it. Get get right to it, brother, Dude. because it is absolutely free. F R E E free. Yes, man, sir. Garagegearclothing.com. Look them up or hit them up. We'll be there in about a month and a half or so. LST get sideways in the Conroe, but keep it legal. Go by their booth. They'll be under, of course, one of the big overhang deals. They'll take care of you. Mike, the cool thing is, we mentioned earlier when we talk about the key show updates, Dragon Alley this weekend, Frank Steele's down south. I talked about that recently. Uh, Kern County Showdown. A couple weeks away, the 4th through the 6th in Bakersfield, California. You heard us talk about it at the top. You heard Corey last episode. It's going down, and Corey said tip of the cap to everyone that has pre-registered since he came on. A lot of kinfolk, including RA, so shout out to everyone there. Mike, after LST, we're going to be at Relaxing on the Ranch 3-5. I passed there today. I had to actually go down to Port St. Lucie uh, for work. And when we passed there, it made me think RelaxingOnTheRanch.com is where people need to go to pre-register. If you've got a tent, if you've got a camper, if you've got a tailgate, you can sleep in it. You just need to register. But, Mike, if, if you see a camper hitting three-wheel, should you run or no? Hell no. Go cheer his ass on because we know that's our boy Tickmark, baby. Daisy, Kizzy, Vizzy, or Ezor. How do you say DeCorver and Carney, dude? Dezor, Kizzor, Vizzor, Ezor. If you do every syllable. I think you nailed it there, homie. I think you did all right. If Paul's listening, Paul Lane, one of my best friends from middle school, Paul, we need to get Paul on to do a Carney episode, okay? If we can get him on to, like, teach people the Carney, I'm not as good when you do every syllable. Like, I could do keys are, right, or kids are. He can do, like, six, seven-syllable words, and, I mean, dude, he gets going so quick. I'm like, dude, what planet am I on, right? I think I'm talking to Klingons, <laughs> dude, from Star Trek or Star Wars or whatever the hell. You know what I'm saying? So, all you want to know is relaxitontheranch.com. They hit me up the other day. They go, yo, are you locked in to DJ? I said, as long as DJ Mays can give me some more tips, all I know how to do is hit play and pause with the tape cassette. I've got a bunch of tapes I'm bringing, Mike. I hope they got a tape player. Oh, uh, Bro, uh, actually, I had talked to, um, to Scott, and Scott said that they actually have an 8-track for you this year because they heard that you have a whole bunch of 8-tracks. <laughs> Uh, that you that you'd like to uh, you know play out there, um, so bro, I think they're going to be set for you, man. They're going to be ready. Remember when you'd go in the stereo shops back in the day, and you you'd see all the stereos that like just were like right in front of you, and you could go up and move the knobs. They were all on, but you know behind it was probably like a wiring madness. Uh, Scott was saying that he was going to take a old Alpine, one of my old Alpine decks, and mount it in a box and have it where we can just 
you know, put the tapes in, but I'm going to need an assistant to fast forward, replay, pause, do all that stuff. Because, I mean, that's all I got is tapes still. So, I mean, yeah, a yeah. No, no, no. I think I can help you with that, Bubba. I think I can help you with that for sure. Good deal. The key show updates brought to you by our family at the West Coast Influence. Visit minitruckfilm.com. Again, I talked to Radar the other day. He said, thanks for all the love. If you're curious about the West Coast Influence and you buy the DVD slash Blu-ray, you'll get a chance to learn a little bit more about our past history in this scene of ours, minitruckfilm.com. Uh, Mike, not a lot of uh, podcast updates. I would just reinforce to everyone, ourlifestylepodcast.com. If you want to buy merch, please go out there and do that. We appreciate it. And Mike, I just want to close with the Airhead Nation updates. Um, one thing that I saw that was out there other than um, the passing of Alex was uh, two things, right? So the first one I want to start with, and then we'll end with the most positive one that we can. You know, we often get a chance to talk about, you know, people that we've lost in the scene. And, you know, there's some names that you know, there's some that you don't. Um, there's also, you know, times that, you know, as I mentioned, you're going to hear some names and you're like, I, you know, I may not know these folks. They weren't part of my circle. But, Mike, I did see that Forbidden Fantasy, one of the biggest, baddest clubs around, some great folks, they had someone pass away in their club. And, um, their post on forbidden underscore FFF underscore fantasy on Instagram says losing friends and family is never easy. Thank you for all the great memories, Louie. Rest easy. They tagged the big homie with the Yoda. And I tell you, Mike, from east to west, don't matter what country or continent you're in, you're a part of the scene. And uh, we ask that you just you know send some prayers out to Forbidden Fantasy family. Louie Guerrero. Real Deal Holyfield, member of FFF. Hey, once again, it's always tough. It's always hard. And, uh, um, you know, uh, seeing it, especially when they when they go way too early, way too soon. And uh, um, But, you know, hey, hats off uh, to him for, uh, for doing what he was able to accomplish while he was here. And, uh, you know, and just sad to see, um, you know, sad to see uh, at such a young age uh, to, to not be here with us anymore. And, you know, condolences to um, all his uh, friends and family uh, that he's left behind. Real deal, Holyfield. And the last thing that we have to cover is Jesse Chomick. I believe is how you say it. My homie, my brother from Canada, my up north homie and brother. Uh, he mentioned on January 7th, happy born day to his amazing lady. He says, I love you so much and thank you for being an amazing wife, mother, and best friend. I love our adventures together. Hope you have a great day. And he's talking about Jen Black, dude. And Jen was on the podcast, Realer Than Real Deal. Mini trucker, severed petitioner, severed ties, family, real deal. And, dude, word is, Mike, we might have another Canadian on very soon, uh, hopefully in the month of January. Because you know it's cold up there. They ain't got nothing else going on. Uh, exactly. Unless they're doing, you know, making uh, making yeah. videos and and you know, like Alex, yeah. who was in in uh, in that uh, hotel room, right? Like like um, painting videos and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, Mike. It's always real deal. I know this episode. I know some were were maybe thinking something different was going to happen, but I could tell you this: uh, Alex passed away. We wanted to pay homage to him. We wanted to talk a little bit about 2022. And Mike, the only thing I can tell you for 2022 is this. 
I mentioned recently we are going to ratchet it down a little bit on the amount of shows we go to uh, just because we're kind of doing the family stuff. But I'm telling you, Mike, if we ratchet it down there, then we ratchet it up here, right? And that's important because the content that we provide here is to us the utmost importance. And Mike, you know, I want you to, I want you to, this last thing, okay? You know when you got a ratchet strap on your truck and you've got it clicked down to like 50 and you, you're like, there's no more clicks, right? And me or Vic or one of the homies gets up there and we can get one more click out of it. You know what I'm saying? That's the next level we're going for. Like you say, hey, I'm out. There's no more clicks on this ratchet strap. And we go, yo, we got two more clicks in. You know what I'm saying? We're going to bust the fucking bolt if we have to. That's what we're doing in 2022. Sounds like a plan, brother. I look forward to it. And, and uh, thank you guys. Thanks to the Airhead Nation. And with that being said, Jay. We out to you. Stay on the rise. Here's to Alex Who. Enjoy the audio. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. And as I mentioned, we got Alex Who. He's been on the list a minute. So freaking excited. I remember being at Showfest back in the day with this crazy homie running around. We had a damn good time. But Alex, I want to just say... Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for your time. Hey, Jason. Thanks, man. Sorry it took so long. Oh, it, it's all you know, good. You know, it, life gets in the way, right? It just gets crazy. It does, so man. How you doing, man? Dude, everything is good. Uh, you know, I think most of us were just like excited to be past 2020, but you think 2021 is going to be better? <laughs> man, no, I think 2021 is like they said, just wait till that, <laughs> till it turns 21 and starts drinking. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Dude, I felt really old the other day. It was right before the new year, and I was pretty sure we were at a place buying lotto tickets or something, and there was a sign that Uh said, uh, you can't buy beer unless you were born. It was like December 30th of 99 or some shit, and I was like, dude, really? I'm like, that's not cool. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, my oldest daughter is going to be 25 in, in, in August. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, congrats, dude. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm going to be 58 this summer. Okay. Dude, <laughs> I was going to say, man, I thought you were like 38, man. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. But, yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a wee bit older than that. Thir- you know? 38 in mini truck years, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, when I first started driving, you could still buy a brand new 620. Yes. <laughs> Back when trucks were like, weren't they? They were like six grand, dude. I swear they were, man. If you look at the old yeah. ads, like if they were totally watered down, no carpet, I swear that yeah. the number on it was like fifty nine or six, maybe sixty five hundred. I don't even think. I think. I think in the in the late seventies, you could get one for about forty five hundred bucks, if I remember right. Yeah, coming out of the um, the high gas prices and all that, everyone dumping yeah. the big. The guzzlers, as they call them, <laughs> for the minis, dude. That's how they got yep. started. I swear, man. It's like it's crazy to see. I went to my first show in a brand new 620. Dude. With fender flares and craggers on it and a camper shell, you know, the the step wing on the back. (laughs) Dude, there's no way you could say, you know, Alex who without saying quadruple OG, man. I mean, if you've been to that, man, you know, going back (laughs) to that era. um, It's funny now, though, too, man. We'll talk more about this, but. When people say, oh, that's old school mini trucking and they're talking like 90s, I'm like, dude. We got the forefathers that came way before this. <laughs> so when I got my first 620, I was working for Pete Santini. 
and um, Jerry Johns was from oh, Sir Michael's was over there, and he he uh, helped me do my tailgate. He um, heat shrunk the letters down in it. Took a torch, really? heated them up. Yeah, back in the yeah, made me a roll pan, shaved my um, handles, just left a lock in the driver's door. You know, OG man, that's OG right there. Hell yeah, it is. And I was just looking through my truckings the other day. Uh, Pete's Pete's truck was on there, man, way back in that little blue one he had. And uh, it brings that was back- his daughter's truck. Yeah, I used to drive oh. that truck around. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's like to me, like I mean, that was like the heyday before the you know the golden era, like in the mid nineties, man. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that would have been the early eighties, and then we did that uh, Randy's truck, who who worked at uh, Johnny Speed and Chrome Mini Truck Store. He had that pink seven twenty with a newer bed on it, and then it had you know had pink graphics on it, and it was a convertible. It had a, had a removable hard top, and then it got a, and then it got a. Um, Convertible top, a real convertible top, a canvas one, a blue canvas one. Really? Um, Lifeway was pink. It was on the cover of Benny of, of on trucking. So uh, Lifeway was on his pink vert. Bob Grant is actually doing like a tribute truck to it right now. Yeah, I heard something about that, and um, yeah, here it is. I got it. It's April nineteen ninety. It was when uh, the real hot chick in the bikini, and then you got uh, the Nissan with it says Santini's graphics, dude. I mean, how epic was that blue truck, man? Yeah, yeah, that that was cool. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I know we got off to a crazy start. Like, man, how you been doing? <laughs> Everything going good for you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's going good. I was uh, in Texas for a while. I working with uh, Bill over at Extensive doing um, Texas Metal. And then uh, they started filming Monster Garage in Austin. So I shot over there and we did eight episodes of that, which are just starting to air now. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about it, man. You, you got a lot of stuff we can hit on. And I wanted to kind of start and just maybe give a little bit of background about yourself for the listeners, uh, maybe where you grew up and everything, Alex. Okay, well, I grew up in West Garden Grove, uh, just right on the you know the edge of Long Beach. LBC. You know, went to Pacifica High School. Yeah, went to Pacifica High School. A lot of mini truckers will know uh, from Pacifica. People that came out of West Allison, the photographer, came out of there. Um, Jeremy Cook, uh, editor of Trucking Magazine, came out of there. Uh, Lance Laverty. Um, Johnny Garrett, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of people that were in the mini truck and Volkswagen community that would know those people. What a fucking era, dude. I mean, so many greats yeah. and we, we got to get Wes on. That's my goal this year. Um, you know, we've got some cool news to share with him. I mean, he was a huge contributor to mini trucking and, you know, to your <laughs> point, I mean, you think about just what an era it was, man. I mean, you grew up too in the heyday coming out of the seventies with skateboarding, BMX, biking, all that greatness, dude. Yeah, that was, you know, uh, and, and, and West Garden Grove was a big hotspot for all that stuff. You know, we we did have a pretty cool little community. You know, like I said, I, I grew up I grew up there, and I used to walk home past Pete Santini's house, and he was painting, you know, it was actually his parents' house back then, and he's painting, uh, you know, dragsters or tea buckets in his, in his mom and dad's driveway, you know. Wow. <laughs> and so I'd just stand there and stare. <laughs> yeah, imagine if we had camera phones back then. You know, you think about it, it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, if you didn't have a Polaroid, you know, for the most part, I mean, you weren't taking, I mean, dude, just epic times. Yeah, you know, then later on they came out those, like, you know, disposable cameras. But most of those pictures I got taken never even got developed. You know what I mean? So, right, yep. So, I mean, I was going to ask you how you got involved in the automotive scene, but you kind of answered it. I mean, you grew up among greatness, man. 
Well, you know, here's what happened. Like, you know, I was, you know, I was a little bit in trouble, getting a little bit of trouble in high school days. And, you know, um, they wanted me to go um, do like a ROP program from school. Uh-huh. And I told them, you get me a job at Custom Paint by Santini, I'll go. If not, you guys can pound sand. And uh, they called Pete and said, hey, you want a guy to come work for you for free for three months? For four hours a day? He's <laughs> like, yeah, sure. So, you know, I went down there. And I spent a year down there. And I was there at 8 o'clock in the morning till 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock at night. You know, I mean, I lived there, you know. I can remember uh, the painter down there, like my first day, he's like, hey, grab that DA right there. And uh, sand this car right here. And I'm like, what? He goes, grab that DA right there. Sand this car right here. I said, what? <laughs> he goes, starts to go, grab the DA. Sand the car. I'm like, I mean, I heard you the first time. What the fuck is a DA? <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I was a kid. I was, 15, I was 15. Yeah, you're like a DA. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> DA? What's a DA? Yeah, what's a DA? Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Now, when you think back to that era, like, what was like maybe your first vehicle or some of the vehicles you rolled in back in those days? First vehicle I had was a 67 bug that I bought for a thousand dollars. Like it wouldn't move under its own power. Really? You know? Um, so I had that, I had a couple of Corollas lowered and, you know, um, you know, my first mini truck was a, a 74 620. That, like I said, that where I was working at Santini's at, you know, Jerry John's at a bunch of, I wish I had pictures of all these cars. I don't even have pictures of most of them. I know, because it just was in that era. I mean, even me going to high school in the 90s, it was like, I mean, I don't even have any photos then. You know, I think the yeah. kids today, they don't realize, like, because they have iPhones and Androids and all this. You don't even think about the fact, you know, that we didn't have film. We didn't have, you didn't have a photo. Yeah, about three years ago, they made an announcement. They said, as of today, more photos are taken every single day. Um, then we're taken in the history of, of all man before wow. that. So the yeah. day before that, they had taken, you know, say 10 million pictures were taken. And now today we take 10 million and one pictures a day. Okay, and by nice. now, that was got to be three or four years ago. By now, it's got to be, you know, we're taking four times the amount of pictures that were yep. taken by the, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So now speaking about the old school days, okay, what kind of talk to us about some of those early mini truck runs that you started going to? Like, Circle, what year are we talking, man? Um, well, the first, I used to hang out with some of my friends were in, um, they were night moves, mini trucks back then. This was all like six twenties, mm-hmm. um, you know, back then. Um, and we went to, you know, you'd go to the stuff over at, um, at, uh, the park over there in Long Beach. I can't think of what it's called right now. The name of it, the big, the big El Toro, not El Toro, uh, God, El Dorado, El Dorado park. So okay. there'd be like big shows over there. People go over there on Saturdays and just wash their trucks on the grass, you know? Uh-huh. Which was all I always thought was that was kind of strange, but uh, <laughs> you know, you go there like you know we'd be we go to, you know, uh, whatever we could, you know. Back then we didn't even have driver's licenses, so yep, you know wherever you could get to, your friends were going. You know, you jumped in the back of the truck. You know, they had all had shells with camper with you know carpet kits in the back and. You know, <laughs> yeah, and and one thing that I've always, you know, we a lot of us, I mean, you kind of lived it, but a lot of the uh, we all believe like the mini trucks really kind of came out of the high gas prices, the van guys and stuff. Do you remember? Like, did you see like were the were the mini guys starting to roll like the younger crowd coming up, and the van guys were the older guys, or did you happen to see any of that kind of migration of the two? 
genres? Well, you no. Know, so mini trucks evolved from vans, mm-hmm. you know, like basically the whole custom aspect of it. Um, you know, vanners, you know, yes. in the, in the seventies. And then, um, you know, when you were, when you were a kid, you know, and you know, so let's see, I got my driver's license, 1979. Mm-hmm. So 1979, you know, if you had a 65 Mustang or something, you, you know, you could still buy a 65 Mustang back then for 3,500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 68 Camaro, you know, clean 68 Camaro, three grand, Crazy. you know? Uh, yeah. But for custom stuff, there was nothing like mini trucks and Volkswagens, man. If you were into custom cars, most of the people that I knew, that's what they're building. They're building Volkswagen, cow, cow look bugs are, you know, lowered, lowered mini trucks or lifted mini trucks. Santini had another one on the cover of uh truck and it was a silver one with purple and blue graphics on it. Yeah, because that era is was defined and people, you know, may not recall, but it wasn't just defined as like before the trucks were body dropped and airbagged, as you know, they were skied. You know, you you had uh, yeah, well, you know, the to, Nissans and everything. It was easier to lift them than it was. Yeah, you know, before people started doing notches in the frame, you know, you know, you could get a truck low, but you're sitting on the frame rails. You know, you sit on the frame rails, the bump stops in the front. You know, you needed a kidney belt just to ride in the truck. You know, and that we didn't get past that. You know, for for a while, that didn't happen till like the early '90s is when they got past that. Yeah, and like even one of my favorite trucks, Alex, is like the Skybody one. I think Gendro even worked on it. Yes, Gendro, Gendro built most of it. That's a that's Mike's truck, Mike Collins' truck. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that thing was crazy. Yeah, you know? and like the painted frames and all that stuff, and it, it kind of yeah. it's kind of cool when you look back to your point when you if you look at the old truck and magazines, there were a lot of the lifted minis, and you had the the cool like you know everybody had the the real nice shocks, you had the KC lights, but they were all you also, chrome shocks yeah. with colored boots. Yes, yeah. colored boots, yeah. man. There you go. Remember yeah. those nets they would put on? That was probably big in Cali. Remember the little nets that people put on to their tailgate? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a big crazy. I wasn't, you know, I got out on the scene for a little while. I had, you know, I had a little. Me and the the government didn't agree on things ah. for a couple couple of years. So I, you know, they sent me on a vacation for for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it was a state sponsored vacation. Yeah, see, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Well, you you get free the, food, and you know, it's it's a cool. Yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. You know, free rent, all that stuff. Yeah, you know. Well, um, <laughs> well, if you think about like when you got started into it, and, and I know you're not a guy that boasts, but uh, you know, congrats again on the Mini Truck Hall of Fame because you know oh. you, you you are a guy that was like at the infancy of this greatness. And then a couple years ago, you know, I want to tip my cap to you for that, man. Well, thank you, man. I you know that that's I am very proud of that. You know, and I've been on the committee and I help do that every year. Um, and when they first, you know, when I first got. Uh, nominated you know i'm like oh i'm not going to vote on you know i'm not going to vote for myself right you know right. And, then they, and then they go and then somebody said oh well you know alex we need you to do a little bio on yourself for the uh, hall of fame and i said with that kind of if you don't know who i am is that kind of silly for me to make a bio <laughs> it's, uh, it's the hall of fame right 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 you know when you, you're talking about the hall of fame you should know who so i wrote some shit out real quick and sent it in and uh a couple of the guys on the community go Holy shit! I didn't know that you did all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, okay, you got my vote. <laughs> yeah, it's like boom. So. It's, it's like boom. Now 
you know, talking about the truck shows and stuff, I know you were really close with, uh, really close with Courtney Hollowell, rest in peace. Uh, what's maybe a fun yeah. story that you can think back? I mean, I know there's a million of them, but what's one thing that kind of brings a smile to your face? Man, you know, so many things. I can remember going over to his house. We had the the white trash hoedown, and Courtney <laughs> shaved my head into like where I had to sculpt the sack. Uh, um, yeah. You know, you know, Courtney. You know, you. Courtney was one of those guys that you just couldn't put your finger on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could, you know, he told me once, you know, you know, Alex, I'm worried about you, man. I'm worried about you. And I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, I think you need to see a doctor because you ain't right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, he meant it, you know, and, you know, and I, you know, if most people say that to me, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Right, right. But Courtney can say stuff to you like that and you go like, you know, you're probably right. Let me go see if I can find a doctor. We'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of those like good friends, like the lifelong friend that that could give you advice that he could say, "Hey, man, you know, you're doing this too much or whatever," and, and you don't get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if it wasn't for Courtney Hallowell and Pete Santini, I'd be asking people, "Would you like fries with that?" I, I guarantee it. Wow, Courtney, Courtney, um, Courtney could. <laughs> When when I got inducted to the Hall of Fame, uh, Kevin Kuzi, the captain, he was the one that inducted me, and he said Courtney always sent the ladder back down and helped other people up. And, you know, that's what I've always tried to do. I've always tried to, you know, get people in into, you know, if I get, you know, starts working out for me, I'm like, hey, you know what? You need to get this per- person in here, mm-hmm. you know? So that's how, like, I've worked with, you know, all the people I've worked with. Amazing. You know? Yeah, and you went to a lot of shows because you grew up in that that era. There were so many river runs and all that. So, like you, you, you had to have went to a lot of shows, like side by side with Courtney. Yeah, well, you know, me and him went to Show Fest back in two thousand three. That was a you know, we're just going to leave that as off the table for right now. Well, I don't know if you remember (laughs) this. It, or the guys that were, you know, some of the guys that were running down the moats, I was the one yelling, going, hey, this is Alex from Monster Garage, first winner gets a <laughs> Jesse James motorcycle. You're going, this guy's a lunatic. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We I had should, a we had, time. We, we, had the, um, we had the apparel department ship a whole bunch of hats and shirts and stuff, <laughs> and my luggage got lost, and I didn't have no clothes except for oh, what, whatever so was funny. in that apparel box. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It arrived it arrived Saturday night at like two AM. My luggage did. And uh Bill I mean Bill uh Carlton drove over in the H two and picked it up and then we went back to the hotel and then we got up we got up like we got up like three hours later and went to go drive home. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Yeah. Um when when you think back, like and I look at the old trucking magazines and mini trucking and stuff like the 80s into the 90s, uh, the, the like Parker, Arizona, and all these river runs, you know, you had the wave runners and jet skis and the boats cruising and stuff. Did you go to some of yeah. those shows and realize, like, the epic oh, news yeah, that was yeah. going on? 96, 97, 98. That was, yes. the, that was the heyday for us. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, when, whenever I think about mini trucking, that's what I think about. I think about, like, 98 show fest. I mean, uh, 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 Spring Slash. Yeah, You know, that, you know. Um, Rezo. I don't know how many Rezos I went to freezing your ass off. Um, 
you know. And I went to when, so the only one I went to is when Severed, when we had our 10th. And I remember they call each chapter rep up to talk. And the guys at the time were like, oh, you go up there, Jay. You like to talk. And so we go up on the little makeshift stage and we're looking out. And I remember looking out at Courtney, you know, was standing out there with all of his severed brothers, you know, as an NC brother. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, just kind of was like, well, you know, a few taking of us it all in. Yeah. Yep. There are a few of us. There's about 10 of us that have both logos. Yes. Yeah. Like the OGs, like kind of that. I think the Cali, um, Arizona guys kind of had that bond, you know? Yeah. So I have both logos. Uh, Brett has both logos. Courtney had both logos. Pincushion has both logos. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe, uh, Derek Malik, Derek Malik has both logos. There's a few of us that, yes. that actually have both, both logos. Um, you know, people will say like, see me wearing a severed shirt. You go, Hey, I thought you were an MC. I, I go, I am. Yeah, yeah, it was like the lowest brotherhood. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah, man, that's it's classic. Now I got to ask you this because everybody wants to know, like, how did the Alex Who moniker start? I mean, there's got to be a cool story behind it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there, there is. It it originally started back in about '03 at SEMA when I was working on Monster Garage. Me and Jesse were there, and a bunch of bunch of the Arizona guys were running around. And everywhere we went with Jesse, you could take two steps, and then it was pictures and you know pictures and autographs, pictures and autographs. Take two more steps, pictures and autographs. So a bunch of the AZ guys come running up. Oh, there he is, man! There he is, right there. Let's see if we can talk to him. And they run up and they just say, oh, "What's up, fellas?" And I'm like, "Hey, man. Uh, yeah, we need to talk to that guy right there." And they want to come talk to me. So, and that that was where it started. So it was just kind of very like an inside story, you know, an inside joke. And then. Um, and then in 2006, I believe, um, me and, and Bobby McCurdy, mm-hmm. better known as Bobby James, because uh, we told some <laughs> girls, we told some girls at Vegas at a nightclub that that was Jesse James's little brother. And to this day, Jesse still calls him Bobby James. Um, so me and him had a shop in in Arizona. I mean, in in, in uh, sorry, in Vegas. And Adam Kroll from Big Time Threads made us a couple of shirts, just kind of as a joke. Uh, they said, Big Time Threads on the back and on the front. Bobby had, I know Bobby James. <laughs> Bobby had, I know Bobby James. And, and mine said, Alex who? So that was kind of the running joke. You know, Alex who, Alex who? So whenever people would go, Alex who? And you'd go, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we so, had Bobby on it. What a great guy he is, too. Yeah, yeah. Bobby's, Bobby's one in a million, for sure. So when I was in... Um, Berlin back in 08 with uh, West Coast Customs in the West Coast Customs shop out there. Uh, I was with the evil Jared from the Bloodhound Gang and me and him, you know, when you're around Jared, you you tend to get drunk a lot. Um, <laughs> so we got really drunk at a nightclub that had a tattoo parlor. There's this uh, club called White Trash Fast Food and um, we were down, we were there, Wally, Wally's place and went to the tattoo parlor down in the basement and I got my knuckles tattooed with Alex Hill. Yeah. So classic man. And there was even a shirt, now, right? Was there a shirt that had that on well, it? Well, now there's, yeah, there's, there's, I've done like four different designs of shirts. There's one that says, um, you know, Alex who doing dipshit things with my dipshit mini trucker friends. <laughs> there's hats that say dipshit under the brim. I've done, you know, I've done skateboard decks, stickers, hats, shirts. I'm going to be doing some more some more shirts so i'll make sure to send you one 
yeah, I got a sticker. I forget where I was at, and somebody had a couple. And I was like, I need one of those. Like, yeah, no problem, man. And uh, <laughs> well, there's like, two different stickers. There's the die cut one, and then there's the round one. I think I've got the die cut one. Yeah, and so I'm so, I'm so OCD. I don't unstick them because you know then if you stick uh, stick them somewhere, <laughs> then you can't stick it anywhere else. You know, I got a suitcase full of stickers, different <laughs> stuff. I got some stuff, you know, from Jesse. You know, uh, makes the coolest stickers. Like he, yeah, you come there, yeah. the box would show up and say, "I'm from Long Beach, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> you know, pro anti. You know, just different shit. Yeah, that, the know, pay up sucker one was the with, famous built with one. Pure hate. Yes. Yeah, built with pure hate, you know. So all these different stickers. So you know, I, I just got a collection of stickers. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. There's almost nothing better than stickers, man. It's pretty cool. But um, yeah, it's really it's almost a strange thing. Like I tried to explain to my chick one time, and she just didn't get it. <laughs> my wife know? doesn't get it it's either. Like, I went to the skate shop yeah. the other day, and I was bought. I bought a couple old Santa Cruz. They're like pink ones, and I was like, man, these are fire, yeah. man. I got to get them, and they're like two bucks. I'm like. You can't go anywhere else and buy something for two dollars to make you that happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking the other day I need to get an Alba Skate sticker again. You know. Yeah. And remember, you had to, I had the you know my cousin was in, was in a band with him back in the day. So oh, really? Um, yeah. So we used to get the the decks and stuff, and you get stickers, and then you did all the layers of stickers. Mm-hmm. So like the different colors, do like a shadow, you know, drop shadow on it. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. So you hinted earlier. Going back in my mind, I wanted to kind of ask, like, how did you get looped in with West Coast Customs? Because not every, most people that are listening probably know, but you worked on shows going all the way back to the MTV days. Okay, yeah. So I got hooked up with Ryan at West Coast um, in the, like, 97. Mm-hmm. Um, looking, I had an 82 Toyota truck, and I was looking for an intake manifold for side drafts for it. And I went down there and meet, met, and we became friends. And then my 97 truck is the body drop uh, tech story called The Ultimate Low. With yes. The one with Adam's truck on the cover. Or no, no, no. Yeah, no, Adam, Adam. The one with the forerunner back end on it? Yeah. So that's my truck. And me and Ryan just started talking. We hit it off. He goes, hey, man, can you um, can you build me a step notch? He showed me a picture of like a step notch. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I was working in a machine shop back then. And, um, so, oh, and then I, he wanted me to build him some, some license plate hangers for his forerunner that were in the door jam and came out through the door gap in the rear door. So I built those and just started building stuff for him. And, you know, so at one point I was building all of the, all the airbag mounts and, and step notches and all that stuff that he was selling online. Got it. Like go look at all the old street trucks, magazines, the back cover was, West Coast Customs ad, I built most of that stuff on the in the ads. Yeah, see, that's killer. And here's what I got from my research. So you got March 98 was Joe Musso's truck, right? That's the one that yeah, had the Joe forerunner. Musso, not Adam. Yeah, and yeah, then Joe Musso's truck, yeah. And if I remember correctly, I think it was like May 94, they ran a uh, tech article about, it was called The Ultimate Low, but it was about how to body drop your truck. I can't remember if that was yours or not. No, no, not the one from '94. It's from '97. Yeah, with the and dude, that truck Muso because that one was that Joe. Joe yeah, had like fake Antero 143s on it. Yeah, um, 16 inch wheels and yeah. So that, that, tr- that that was my. It was a black and white, black and white tech. Yeah, that truck um, is amazing. So, like when you meet Ryan, you start buying stuff from him. You obviously formed a relationship to a point where he was like, "Yo, you know, I mean, was he just like, yo, you need a job or what? What's up? When you coming to work for me?'" Well, you know, the funny thing is, is what. 
like I never worked for Ryan until like we've been friends for about six or seven years mm-hmm. before I'd ever actually worked with him. I built him a lot of stuff and he'd buy stuff from me and I'd buy stuff from him, but I never worked for him. When wow. I went to work for him, I was working on, so I worked on monster garage and then I went to work for, for Jesse James. I ran the car department at West coast choppers. Okay. And then Ryan was filming pit my ride and he was like, come on, man, come on. You gotta come work for me. Come work for me. And me and Jesse got into an argument one day and I left and, um, and I went to work for him. So that was the first time I'd ever worked for him. That was when we were filming pit my ride. And I worked there for, for about a year. And then I went to, um, open the shop in, in, in Vegas called, um, outlaw motorsports. Ah, okay. Yeah. Cause you kind of, with, with your wet, and you're like, Hey, I want to go do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. So it was me, Bobby McCurdy, Ghetto Bob came on board, uh, who's now working on um, counting cars. Um, uh-huh. You know, uh, Ghetto Ryan was out there, and he had his little shop out there, and so we were sending paintwork to him. So we had we had a little cool shop for a while. What I always thought is, if you go back and you look at Alex's Instagram, it's the Alex Who, just how it sounds. You're gonna see a lot of different photos, and one of the ones that stuck out to me. I'm a big hip hop fan. Uh, you know, exhibit obviously was a big part of the show, and I know, like, by you know, some people they loved it, some people hated it. We we always enjoyed watching it. How cool was it work uh, to work kind of alongside Mister X to the Z? Well, so so exhibit was was the host of the show, and, mm-hmm. and he was the host of the show because Ryan pushed for him. Him and Ryan were friends, ah. and um, so you know, exhibit wasn't there except for on the days they did the reveals. Got it. Yep. And so they actually hired me to kind of break the, break the back of the production company because the, the show was aimed at 14 year old boys. So you'd have producers go, so we're going to have a, you know, the exhaust is going to blow bubbles. We're going to put a popcorn machine in there. Right, and right. then we need grass growing in the back window. And you're like, you know, Hey, that's not going to work. And they're like, no, no, it's gonna be cool. And you're like, no, it's not. You know, so yeah. that was what, what my job was. That's what they brought me in to do. Kind of muscle them <laughs> a little bit and go, yo, we're going to do yeah, it like this. Yeah, I must have pushed back. You know, they had taken over the shop. And, you know, we were getting like, you know, 50 grand an episode. And that was to build the car. So you imagine building one of those cars, how much money it costs. And then the rest of the shop is shut down. You can't do anything else. Right. So got pretty bad. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Now, one thing that I thought was interesting, if I remember correctly, like this is going back in my memory from Facebook and stuff, some of your posts, when, you know, Ryan has grown over time. And one of the things I think that you had the opportunity to do is help them go global. Uh, and that was over in Berlin. Now, is it my, is my uh, recollection correct that you helped kind of uh, spearhead that whole project? Well, so what had happened was the, we started selling franchises. And the first one that I went to go run was Dubai. Ah, okay. So I went, I went to Dubai for a year. I was in Dubai for a year. And I was actually coming back to go to do the one in Japan. There was going to be one in Japan. And um, we flew, <laughs> I flew home from Dubai, unpacked, rented an apartment, and you know had to buy furniture because I'd given away all my furniture and all that stuff. And... Um, Ryan, you know, we're, 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 we're waiting to get the, the details on, on Japan. And Ryan goes, Hey man, we're going to go to Berlin. Or we're going to go to Germany next week. And I go, Oh, cool. For how long? He goes, just, just a week. Mm-hmm. I go, cool. Cool. Cause they're, well, when we leave, he goes, we're leaving on Monday. And I go, cool. Cause they're going to deliver my furniture on Friday. He's all cool. Cool. So we get to like, 
I don't know, maybe Wednesday, and Ryan goes, oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, when we go to Germany, you're not coming back. <laughs> I go, wait, what? You're like, goes, damn, yeah, is this like a mafia hit or what? <laughs> I need you to straighten out this this thing over there. It's a mess, man. You need to go over there and, and set it straight. And I go, for how long? He goes, man, like two, three months tops. Ah. So I was over there for 18 months. Damn. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Did you, have, did you have fun? Oh, man. No, it was a, you know, same thing with, with Dubai. You know, Dubai is like, it's like Vegas in the Middle East. You know I mean? There's no gambling, but I mean, it's a party town. Right. You know, so, and then crazy. I got to ask you this then in Dubai, I forget if it's Dubai. Isn't that where, like, is it alcohol is not legal, but you can kind of get it if no, you go no, to the no, right places? Okay. So, what it is, is it, it has to be connected to tourism. Okay. So, all hotels have bars in them. If you, they build a hotel, if they build an apartment complex, they build a hotel on the end of it and then put a. Okay. Because, you know, everybody's great. So, like, if you want to go, it's like for Salt Lake City, if you're going to buy, you have to go to the state store to buy it for right. your house. Right. Yep. So, you have to apply for a license. But, you know, I was a, you know, I was a celebrity when I was there. Right, so, right, they would yeah, just so sell it good. to me, you know, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I was a rock star when I was there. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I went from living in, like, in, like this apartment that was, you know, 4,500 bucks on the 27th floor overlooking the Palm Island, you know, right on the beach. Mm. So went from living there to in Berlin. You know, I lived on the on the on the east side of the wall where the wall was. You know, the buildings like around you they don't even have power. They got electric, you know, uh, you know, electric cords running to the building for people to have power. People are basically squatting in some buildings over there still now. Fucking nuts! It's crazy. They'll go, oh, we're gonna have a you know, beach party. You know what? They come in, they throw down a bunch of sand. They put a drop of shit container in every lot. That's a bar. They drop another one that's a DJ booth, and then boom, it's a beach party. Damn, dude. I met, I met this girl, and she said, you want to go to uh, level seven? And I go, what's that? She goes, oh, it's a beach club. It's great. I go, yeah, sure. She goes, tomorrow at 4 o'clock, meet me at the train station. Uh, you know, Otskoy's right there, and we'll go. I go, cool. So <laughs> I meet her at the, you know, I'm at the train station, you know, right there, you know, not too far from my house. And uh, we get on the train and go, we go to like the mall. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, what the hell is this? <laughs> so we walk into the mall. We're walking through the mall. And I think, oh, she needs a towel or so I don't know what she, you know, I don't know what she's doing. We go down, we're walking down this, you know, the, the second story of the mall. And she turns down this corner, you know, like one of the little access mm-hmm. to the back of the mall. Like, you know, one of those little hallways, yes. like long hallway. We're walking down that. We come to some double doors, go through the double doors. There's an elevator. Like a circuit You're like, damn, where are we? Just, what is she gonna do, man? She presses the button, the elevator opens up, we get in it, we go to the seventh floor, we get out. We're on the roof of the parking garage. Okay. Level seven. Boom. There's sand everywhere, beach chairs, umbrellas, a big bar, DJ. That's level <laughs> seven, baby. Yeah, you don't need to go anymore. That's the penthouse. Boom, right there. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it was crazy. You're, just on the, you're on the roof of a parking garage, the mall, and that's beach. That's a beach club. That's sick, man. You got sand. You got a beach club. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's different. Uh, people, I think, tend to forget. You know, you've been in the U.S. the whole time, whatnot. It is a little bit different outside the U.S. Um, did you ever get oh, a chance? Yeah. I've never been to Germany to go on the autobahn. You ever been to make it over there? Yeah, yeah. I you know, I lived in Berlin for a year and a half, so I drove on the Autobahn 
I built oh, that's Mean right. Chowders. Yeah, Berlin, Germany. I wasn't even thinking. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> me, me, and my, me and my friends built mini choppers with 125 engines in them and rode from Hamburg to Denmark, down to Sweden. Uh, to I went to Oslo, Norway really? to go see the band, uh, go see the band Turbo Negro. Yeah. So we rode 900 miles. On one twenty five rigid one twenty five motor like mini choppers. Damn. Yeah. See, that was going to be my next the- my next question. If you got a chance to go to any uh, concerts. Oh yeah, I you know so well. I went to a bunch of them. Uh, Berlin, they do a lot a lot of big festivals and stuff. You know, my friend's band Static X was over there. We went and saw them. Saw Social Distortion a couple of times. Motorhead a couple of times. Got to go see Social Distortion, Motorhead, and Iggy Pop. Really? All at Spandau Castle. Damn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we like the first show I went to was there was Motorhead. It was raining. You're, you know, you have to cross over the moat to get into the like the center of the castle. It was crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah, I remember watching. I got this old Eminem DVD when he toured the world, and he was like in Oslo and all these places. And I'm like, damn, dude, there's like such a big fan base, even of American bands, dude. They just love it. Yeah, well, I, it was funny because I went all the way to Oslo to go see a band from Oslo, Turbo Negro. <laughs> oh, so, so that, yeah. that is where they're based out of then, out there. Yeah, they're from Oslo, yeah. So and this is right before they changed singers. So now they got a new singer for them. You know, they, you know Hank from Hell <laughs> or Horrible Hank is no longer with the band. But yeah, that was cool. That sounds like my so buddy Ron. That whole adventure for the Discovery Channel in Germany, it never aired. But oh. on my website, um, you can see the trailer for it. It's oh, about three really? Minutes long. Now, what's the website? Oh, geez, I can't remember my website. <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna say just just <laughs> thealexu.com. Thealexu.com. Got it. Yeah, and then you have to click. There's a video there. You can see it. Um, it's you know me and Evil Jared from the Bloodhound Gang, and then one guy was a um, a German movie star, Oliver Krutka, and then one guy was like a moped mechanic, and then the other guy was a action sports guy. That rides like mountain bikes, but does like, you know, freestyle and all that stuff on a mountain bike. Neil's Peter Jensen. That's sick, dude. So it was crazy. Yeah. Okay. So let me, (laughs) one thing that I thought about, you know, doing some of the research is, you know, West Coast Customs. I mean, if you going back to like the days that you became friends with Ryan is like, they have four covers in a short span. You got November 96, you got Ryan's four-door blazer, uh, January 98, the blue uh, Toyota pickup, October '98, Ryan's epic Mazda with the Colorado custom wheels, and then yep. October '99, the Forerunner. I mean, dude, arguably, you know, the t- during the time that you kind of became friends with Ryan, I mean, it was a hell of a run, dude. And that it seemed like yes. Ryan, you know, he did start truly as a mini trucker. Yeah, you know, he'll still, he'll, you know, he's still, you know, he kind of, he's one of those guys kind of denies about being a mini right. Every once in a while, I attack him. <laughs> You know, Jesse's Jesse too. Jesse, you know, talk shit about mini trucks. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's a closet mini trucker. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So, it was all in so, good fun, you know, the whole Jesse stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so like I was there when we shot the cover for the Forerunner. I was actually driving the van that Wes Allison shot the moving shots out of. Um sick. he had just he, I was out of town for when they did the Mazda. I missed that. The that blue Toyota was a customer's car. Um I yeah that the one caught on fire at the yeah, shoot. At, yeah, Wes uh he commented one day I had posted something and he goes I remember that caught on fire there was a little bit of a fire or whatever but that I think that was a customer ride or something. 
Yeah, it was a customer's car. And then also there was another blue Toyota, uh, Vince's blue Toyota, the light blue one with the axis wheels on it. Yes. Yeah. So that one came out shortly after that, too. Yeah, that was a sick yeah, truck. Yeah, we had, I mean, you know, we, we got a lot of coverage. You know, Courtney was the, Courtney was the editor of mini trucking back then. Yeah, and, and Wes, I mean, I can't wait to have him on. He shot all four of those, which, again, you kind of had the connection with the same high school yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he's uh, two years older than me, I believe. Yeah, and people forget that Ryan, back when um, when the four-door Blazer, November 96, when it aired or when it came out, that was, uh, yeah. he was back in RA back in those days. Yes, yes. Well, you know, it's funny because, like, there's videotape of, you know, Ryan has of, like him at a show with that thing. Yeah. And you're and, and I always give him shit I'm always like, hey, is your dad around? We'll talk to him about his truck because he looks like <laughs> he's ten. Oh right. You yeah, because he kinda yeah, he had that kind of Well, look. he was like when I first met him, he was like twenty one. Right. Yeah, because he's you a know, little he, younger he, and stuff. Yeah, well he I think he like he just turned Maybe 40, I think he just turned 40, 45. Something like that. 45, yeah, that would yeah. have been my guess. Did you ever see him as like even early in those days or as your friendship progressed? Like as an entrepreneur is kind of the way a lot of us look at him. Oh. Like he I mean, he's grown. If you think about the mini truck scene and what he's been able to accomplish, I mean it's one of the bigger success stories. <laughs> okay, so Ryan's the most driven guy I've ever met. I've never met anybody. That you know, when I used to go have to go pick him up because he didn't have a car to drive because mm-hmm. he had the Forerunner and he had the the Mazda, but he didn't drive those back and forth to work. It was too far. Uh-huh. You know, you want you know drive body dropped uh, juiced Mazda. Uh, you know, so and then it didn't have like a back window back then and stuff. But um, anyway, so I used to go pick him up on you know when days we'd go into the shop on like Saturdays. I go pick him up, and drive him to work to to now where he has you know Rolls Royce and. He probably has 12 or 13 cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, he was living with his grandfather. You know, now he's got, you know, I would guess to say his house is probably four or five million dollar house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not that, you know, look, I, you know, I got nice stuff. I got nice things. I, but I don't got that kind of drive. Right. You know? Yeah. And we all don't. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, that's the thing. A lot, of people, a lot of people see that. They're like, oh, it must be nice, but they don't realize all the hustle and the years and the oh, pressure yeah. on well, your shoulders Ryan to would, get there. Yeah, Ryan would go to work, you know, Monday through Friday, be there at, you know, let's say he's there at 8 o'clock, he's there till 6 or 7 o'clock at night, every day, mm-hmm. every day, you know, for 20 years. Yep, yep. You know, like I said, so in 90, the end of 98, I think, he tells me, Oh, I'm going to move the shop to Compton. And I said, <laughs> for what? He goes, man, I'm going after the Lakers. I go, man, you're crazy. I'll help you. Tell me what you want me to do. But you're, 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 you're nuts, man. Mm-hmm. And we moved to Compton and we set the shop up. And within six months, we had Shaquille O'Neal as a client. Mm. Now, that was the first car we did for Shaquille O'Neal. Done probably 40 cars for Shaquille O'Neal since then. Wow. In, in that 20 years, you know, and within another six months, we had the rest of the Lakers, you know, we had them all. And, you know, and you go through every sports, you know, basketball, baseball, you know, all those guys, you know, they all come, you know, being in, you know, in LA and not in having a West Coast custom car or music, you know, I mean, so many guys, so, I mean, so many customers, you know, I went to uh, Gary Dudans from CSI, went to his house. And, you know, to sell them on a car and sell them a $250,000 car. 
Mm. You know, a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bill. You know, this was, geez, that was probably oh four. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you some know. high and then the guy three, Yeah, the guy building three or four cars. So you know. Yeah, and I tell you, I watched. The, I was watching some of the clips the other day from West Coast Customs, and um, it was one. Uh-huh. Um, Shaq seems like one of the nicest guys, and he was talking to Ryan, and he is a very, very, you know, sincere guy. You know what I mean? He's a nice guy. Yeah, and he um, a- he asked Ryan something. He was talking about a build, and Ryan's like, "Yeah, I could do it. I could do it." And he looks at him. He goes. Ryan, don't tell me you can do it if you can't do it. You know, like jabbing him a little bit. And I was like, he oh, he like he seems like the ultimate prankster, you know, just someone that's always kind of kidding around and shit, you know. But um Well, you know, Will I am from the Black Eyed Peas, we built a bunch of cars for him, and we always, mm-hmm. you know, he always has these crazy ideas and stuff to do. And and you know, he'd be in there talking to Ryan and then he will go, you know what, go get Alex. <laughs> go get Alex. Yeah, I wanna I wanna <laughs> make sure he, we can do this. <laughs> He he's gonna ask me because he knows I ain't gonna bullshit him. I'm gonna tell him, Yeah, it's gonna be hard, but we can do what's gonna you know. Ryan says, Yeah, we'll get it done in two weeks, you know. And right. I'll go, No, that's gonna take six months, you know what I mean? But you know Yeah. yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, before we talk about some of the other stuff that you've been involved with, um, I wanted to bring up rest in peace Sean Mahaney. I know he worked at WCC for a good bit. What do you mm-hmm. remember most about Sean if that was during some of your time there? Yeah, I worked with Sean for a few years, you know. Um You'll hear, I don't know if you'll, you know, you'll hear, but you right. probably will. Me and Sean didn't always see eye to eye. Right, right. I truly like Sean. He's one of the nicest people you ever met. He, you know, he, he one time, it was funny because Bob Grant was there. We're working on a rain somewhere for Dubai. Oh, yeah. And I have, uh, I cut out, I take a cut cutter and I cut out a big circle with like a little, like, like you're talking, mm-hmm. you know, like a cartoon. I cut that on sheet metal. I wrote, I wrote on it, chicken, cheese, bacon, repeat. Because Sean, Sean, but you know, I mean, God love him. He did not eat anything green. He ate chicken, he ate bacon, and he ate cheese. And for breakfast, he ate McGriddles. So, you know, he's taking blood pressure medicine and then washing it down with a fried chicken bacon and cheese sandwich you know so, yeah um, he, we had him on uh, before his untimely passing and uh yeah. you know we kind of got to the end and you know he joked with me he goes well we have a whole nother you know um section we could have talked about and i was like yeah you know and i kind of knew you know they didn't always you could have had him on 10 times yeah and he could have had him on 10 times and never and never got through all the stuff he did yeah and uh um, you know? when you know towards the on, on, you know, when he had unpassing, yeah. uh, you know, his, his untimely passing, you know, he had found like found his calling with it, you know, doing the wheelchairs and stuff. And I always thought that was cool, you know. Yeah, no, that was very cool. You know, me and Sean just, you know, from working together, and you know, we would just, you know, I, I said I always, I always loved the guy. I always liked him as a as a person. Some of his stuff I just didn't didn't go for. Right. Um, right. He was he was very very ahead of the game. You know what I mean? He'd come out with ideas for doing stuff. Some of the stuff it would just eat itself. You know what I mean? So you're making parts move. You're making stuff do it. You know? So like if I was ever on junkyard wars, yes, I would want five John Mahaney's on my team. Yeah. Cause he, he could do some crazy stuff. And it's funny when you go back to like master image customs and like crew cut and that stuff, like, you know, yeah. the innovation that he had, but you know, I'm not a fabricator. So, you know, to your point, you know, you yeah. see some of these guys will spend a lot of time on a part and go, ah, eh, you know, it's not up to my standards. Okay, throw it away, start over. And it's like 
when you're running yeah. a shop sometimes maybe that you know so again i don't know how to do any of it i'm just yeah. always intrigued on what you guys you know what these guys can do so but um, yeah well that's like you know you always want your stuff to be you know what you know what always happens especially in the mini truck world is you get people that you know that truck's going to go from five to five different people somebody's yep. going to take the fender off and go oh look at this you know what i mean yeah and you know you got people like you know bobby mccurdy and, you know bob grant you know dallas ellison you know some of these guys and then you know there's there's a whole you know the guys over at little shop of horrors mm-hmm. i mean guys that just do work and then you just go oh my god yeah you know like that looks like you know like jim spent 10 million dollars engineering that you know yeah it and looks that's- better than that you yeah, know? that's like my homie at Jimmy's Running Customs, you know, taking the brand new trucks. Yes, and I know absolutely. Little little Shop has done, you know, obviously that, and Jimmy does it too. And you look at, like, you know, all the stuff, and you just go, wow. And speaking of, yeah. I remember on West Coast Customs when um, they took the two cars and they matted them together. They were one of the first guys, and maybe not the first, but when they would take, like, the old Charger or whatever, the Challenger, and they matted yeah, them well, together. That, that so the crazy. very first one we ever did was for Gary Dudan. We took a... Um, a Z06 Corvette and put it under that 60, uh, 65 um, Chevelle. Ah. 67, 67 Chevelle. Um, they called it the Corvelle. Yes. Um, wow. Yeah, I remember that. And then we also did the Charger for him, for Gary Dudan. We did um, we did quite a few of those cars. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. It kind of, I was blown away. But um, I want to kind of transition a little bit um, from West Coast Customs to the other various things you've done in TV. You've kind of hinted at some of them. Talk to us a little bit about Monster Garage because my understanding is you go back to kind of the OG series as well, right? Yeah, so I did about 55 episodes of the original series. So when I had my shop in Temecula, um, Brand X, and Courtney called everybody about, like, if you watch the first episodes, you got, you know, you got it's negative camber world. It's you know <laughs> yeah. Jay Larosa and and uh, Brian Gendro and you know. So the first four episodes, I was trying. You know, I wanted to be on there. You know. Oh yeah. So I couldn't go. I had to be in court that day or something. So so when they brought this series back, they're going to start filming more episodes. They need a guy to run the shop. So Courtney said you should call Alex. And then Kane Morris, I think, also uh, you know um, gave him my name. So they called me and said, would you like to come out and talk to us? I'm like, sure. And I'm thinking it's for, to be on the TV show, uh-huh. you know, because I want to be on the show. And I get out there and they're talking to me for a little while. And they go, all right. Um, yeah, you know, we want you. And, and, you know, so I was working at a, I just had a job that I, I closed my shop and, and, and had, had a job at a place called Pro Spot, building welders down in Escondido. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I only did a couple of months. And, um, and so, I go, what about being on the show? And they go, yeah, we'll talk to you about that later. Well, I was on my way home. They called me at home and said, we got an open spot for the next episode. Somebody just dropped out. It's on the golf ball collector. You know, you want to come be on it. So the first week of of me being on the show, of working there, is I'm on the show as a builder, and nobody in the building except for the two producers and and Jesse know that I'm there to run the shop. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. So then I put in, you know, I hired – Ben Wood, you know, another Dave Cameron mini trucker, Chris Mikulski, you know, crash. He, uh, mm-hmm. he was on there and I had him, um, also working for me on Wheeler dealer just a couple of years ago. Oh, that's I, right. I said, you were, that's right. You were connected to that. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, you know, I worked there for a while and then, um, and then I actually migrated over to, uh, actually to work at West coast choppers itself. 
for Jesse um, instead of the production company. And I ran the, I was the, the car shop manager. So we built cars for, you know, Coors and Motorola and uh, like Wilder Valderrama, and, you know, all Jesse's, you know, celebrity friends. Yeah, the clientele and, and stuff. Uh, and it seemed yeah, like it kind of yeah. grew because we saw some cool stuff. I remember when, you know, obviously Discovery Channel and Jesse James had be- began to grow. And I remember uh-huh. going on the website and, you know, I ordered like this cool catalog back then. It was just real nice, kind of like a coffee type, uh, coffee table type book. And you saw the stuff yeah. from it and you're like, man, this is, this was a cool, really cool brand that he had. Oh, yeah. Well, Jesse, I, I still have both of the, the two catalogs from when I worked there. Yeah. Um, they're, um, they're super cool. Like, yeah, you know. they were, man. It was like you could tell. And uh, I wanted to stop for a minute, too, because when you said Jay LaRosa, I remember, dude, he had that epic S10 with the flames, dude. That was him, right? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay worked in the car department at West Coast Choppers for, ah, for a while. Okay. He was also on um, the trash truck episode of Monster Garage. Which was like the third episode. <laughs> yeah, so, dude, yeah. that's um, man. You got a good memory. Now, this is something that I've always wanted to kind of ask, and you've kind of hinted a little bit about Monster Garage. Like, like what was your role? So, like in the beginning, you might have had one role, but it seems like like recently when you kind of got peeled away from extensive, is your role like you know to somebody that doesn't know TV world? Are you helping kind of pull the players in, or what did you do recently with the new? Okay, series? so on the on the first in the first series. My shop, my, my job was, you know, my job today is the same job as it was okay. then, which was shop manager. I ran the shop. Okay. But there's also stuff that I always help the producers with. Oh, they need somebody that's going to be good for this. You know, I put one person on, on at least every other episode during the 50 that I did. Got it. I put, you know, Josh Brown from Negative Camber. Mm-hmm. I put him on the show. Uh, he was on the Wheelie Ambulance. Um, Joe McCluskey, Leaf Eater, that was the partner at Bio Customs. He was on the skateboard ramp. Ah, body drop, body drop. Yes, put him the in there. Um, yeah, yep. Um, ben Wood was on there as on the jet car Celica. Um, Dave Tucci on the um, what did Dave Tucci do? Dave Tucci was on. God, I can't even. I know. Remember. I was going to oh, say, I don't know how you remember all this? Oh God, it's so hard because you know five guys every two weeks, right? And, then, and to me, they would all just like mesh together, you know, as far as episodes. They, they do, they do. It's hard <laughs> to remember, you know. And then you know, um, God, so so many people just you know I put on the show. Well, I don't know you if know, this one was before your Kurt, time. Wookie, oh Wookie. Wookie was on. Wookie was on the um, <laughs> Cadillac Dragster. Yeah. yeah, I also had him work. He also worked for me on Wheeler Dealer as well. Well, okay, so I don't know if this is before your time there, maybe not. My buddy Tony and I were big into Lincolns, right? There was uh, episode three. I totally forgot. He goes, no, Jay, they had a Lincoln on there. I go, no, they didn't. He goes, no, check we it out. We did have a Lincoln on there. Yeah, we it was, have a it was the uh, Open Road Racer, I think it was called. <laughs> yes, that was. Okay, so what we did was we had a Richard Petty for Petty Racing chassis, and we took a Lincoln and we cut it in half. And made it a two-door, right? And made it a two-door. Yes. Shortened it by like two feet. That's the only uh, one that I that know chassis. of that was customized to do a two-door, I think. I'm I'm, a hundred, I'm I'm 95% sure. That thing looked so rad. When I saw the thing, when it was put back together, I go, oh, man, I want to do this for the street. <laughs> yeah. That thing was badass. Yeah. My buddy Tony Boland was like, yo, don't forget about that one. Yeah. 
Now, I remember, you probably remember this episode, uh, one of my brothers, uh, Chad Lucas, right? He had, yeah. at the time, he had bought uh, Jew Boy's old full-size. It was IF Customs built. Well, remember the episode where they brought all the mini truckers on and they had the one little clip and it was like the trucks aired out on the outside. I think they drove inside and aired out. That yeah. That was a cool one. Okay. So originally we did the, when we did the, um, we did the, you know, the OG, the, the, all the, the, you know, the gangsters. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had Bill Hines and Gene Winfield. Um, so there was a shop that I worked at, but you know, like I've worked at, you know, I worked everywhere. Boyd's, uh, Santini, worked at Santini's, I worked at, Colors by Dave. I worked for, you know, Fat Jack. So we got Fat Jack on there. So who just recently passed too. Mm, sad. And his son, Johnny Rotten on there. Well, so I had the idea to do a mini truck. We got this, I got this 720 four wheel <laughs> drive and I go, yeah, we're going to get, you know, we're going to get Bob Grant and we're going to get, you know, Josh Freeman. and We're going to get Bill Carlton. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to put together this team like, like with the OG guys. And one of the producers goes, no, we need to get all midgets and do midget mini truck. And you're like, so that was that idea. <laughs> so that's probably what you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, you know, body drop, I think he's a good character on the show. You know, we had him on, he's, you know, just a real good guy. I know he's got a good relationship with you and, and Jesse and those guys. Yeah. Yeah. We actually in, um, in, uh, dripping Springs, me and him were roommates. <laughs> So and while we're filming the show, me and him were roommates. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, he's a good dude, and he loves his uh, Zap music. I always know, like, when I had him on, he goes, yo, let's put some Zap on. I go, all right, I got you, man. Good stuff. Now, talk to us about the reboot, right, from a promo perspective. Where do people go? I know Discovery. Is it going to be in the app only? What's all that? Okay, deal? so, yeah, this kind of this kind of sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. It's only – it's it, the first episode aired on Discovery – channel last week and then tonight on discovery well starting today there is you can watch it on discovery plus which is a streaming app it costs four dollars and 95 cents a month you get a free week if you want to check it out you could go on there right now and watch four different episodes Mm -hmm. so we only made eight so far so i'm waiting right now for the phone to ring for them to call say hey we need you back in texas and you know, next week we're going to start up again. Yeah. So, so to all the mini truckers that are listening or all the listeners that you found us go out there, download the app. Listen, even if you only keep it a week, whatever you want to do now, I typically, yeah, yeah, I'll download these apps to my Apple TV. Right. And I've got the motor yeah. trend. I've got the discovery. I've got all these different ones and dude, it's all on demand and you just hit the button and you enjoy it. And for five so, bucks a month, man, you can't beat it. Yeah. So with, um, with the, Discovery Plus, you get motor training, you get all those other ones. Oh, right. There you go. So you're, I mean, right yeah, there. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you watch car TV, you can get them all. And for another $2, you could go commercial free. Love it. You don't even have to pay separate processing, Alex. I love it, man. We need a little <laughs> infomercial, man. I fucking love it, dude. Um, what, what's, what's your favorite um, thing so far about the reboot? Like maybe something behind the scenes or just something you're excited about? You know, I'll tell you what, when, when, you know, uh, so when I got to Austin, like dripping Springs, when I got there, um, I walked in the building, you know, and, uh, I walked in and it felt like the monster garage, you know, I've been, I've been a part of all three of the buildings that it's been in now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they were doing the blessing of the tools. They had the, the priest come down and do the blessing of the tools. And I was standing there 
around the corner, like off, you know, off camera on the, in the set, just listening. And it was surreal. It had been, you know, almost 18 years since I started there. So it'd been, you know, it's wow. been 18 years. It was in August. It was 18 years that they, we filmed the episode seven, which was a golf ball collector with me and Eric Scarlett. Wow. There's another mini trucker for yeah, you. Right so I was going to say, I was like, wait, I, I know that name. <laughs> so that was, I mean, that was so cool. And to be, you know, to, to come back and, and see this thing happening again, it's just, it's surreal, man. It's, you know, yeah. and, and the, the builds have stepped it up that, you know, they're, you know, some of the builds, um, I mean, you know, that, that pulse jet, um, the, the, you know, we already had one failure, the boat <laughs> and they took it, they took, uh, you know, Dylan minigun to it from a helicopter, which was pretty cool. You know, you, you know, you know. Yeah. and then, uh, you know, tonight I think is the, or today was the, the gas powered or the wood powered Corvette, man. It's... So they, I mean, all the builds have been, have been, you know, They've been challenging. They, they, it's not like we just went, oh, cool. Let's just do this. Make it easy. No, it's been – and Jesse's been in the shop. You know, he gets there at 7 o'clock in the morning sometimes, you know, sometimes 8. But, you know, most times it's – you know, like there's times where you get there and he was already there mm-hmm. and, and working. You know, back in the old days, he'd come in. You know, he was running the West Coast Choppers and all the other stuff he was doing. So he might come in and put two or three hours in. But he's putting in 10 hours, you know, a day on all these builds. So it's been pretty cool. Yeah, he's an unreal craftsman and things like that. The guy can build such crazy stuff, man. I mean, you know, you watch him build something and you just go, how do you even, you know, see that? You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. True craft. And we got great sponsors, Snap-on, Miller, you know, Height, uh, Highline. The, you know, the, um, so, you know, that's cool too. So, Yeah, it is cool. And um, one um, thing I was going to bring up is I've seen other guys out there like Rob Rodell, right? Uh, yeah, guys I like him. Rob, um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about maybe a few of the guys that you helped maybe bring on this year. Uh, well, this year it was just been it's just been Rob. Okay, you know I needed somebody to you know to help me out. Um, you know it gets crazy when they're filming. You know th- this is the thing you film for five days and then you reset the garage over the next five days and you start again. But in between that, you're doing other stuff. Now the cars are being finished at West Coast Choppers, so. Um, you know, I just, you know, there's just so much to do. You got to run and get parts. So, and I don't leave the building when I'm there, you know, you got, you know, if the builders need anything, they need to find me. So, um, so I brought in Rob and he just killed it. I mean, he just killed it. So yeah, he's old school mini trucker and he, he's, he's passionate what he does. Yeah. Me and Rob go back about 23, 24 years. Yeah, you remember after Lomigo, it was the Nissan. It was one of the first street trucks, uh, that little cruise they went yep. all the way over there, and he had one of the first uh, Frontiers right, laid out. Right over by my house. I live right down the street from the – well, not right. Well, maybe 10 miles down the freeway from the dinosaurs on the 10th. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. We just put – you mentioned Sal's name earlier. We just put Sal Marchese's uh, – I think that I'm saying his I name right. That. We did the shirt, yeah. and there's an epic old photo of his truck at those dinosaurs. That's from that tour. Yeah, and that's um, that was also, remember, one of the first street trucks when Courtney and them went on that big, long, I think uh, Todd 
and um, you know the guys from down here and Tim. I think it was Tim's brother Todd went, but NC Florida linked up with uh, with Courtney and those guys, and they went through that area yeah. when they were a long road trip. You know. Yeah, they went to um, Heat Wave. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, dude, man, you got a freaking awesome memory. We gotta, yeah, well, <laughs> you got to get you I on know, board with the like, podcast. <laughs> oh, it's just there's so much stuff in there. You know, it's funny because like I, I can remember, you know, like a song will come on and I'll go, oh man, like you know, I know all the lyrics of a song I haven't heard in 20 years. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you what I had for lunch yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be like driving down the road and I'll think of some lyrics and I'm like, I'll go into my you know YouTube music or yeah. something and I'll be like, I gotta I gotta listen to this song now. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, one of the things I wanted to ask you as we kind of wind down a little bit but you know looking back at the you know at all the memories and thinking back you know what do you most appreciate about kind of the truck scene because i mean you've been doing this i mean arguably longer than most man you know the thing is is i am a mini trucker i said this when i was inducted into the hall of fame and all that you know people always feel like oh yeah i started you know in mini trucks and then now i'm a hot rodder or you know and i ain't that arrogant man you know i mean i this is, you know, I don't care if I'm, I'm 58 years old. I got a mini truck that I got more money in than I care to, than I care to, <laughs> to, to, to say, but that's who I am, man. You know, if I'm 90 years old and I can still drive, I'm going to be wiggling my ass into a mini truck, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, there's still three or four of them in my mind that I still want to build, you know, yeah. um, I got probably 10 cars in my mind. I still want to build at the rate I'm doing it. You know, my Tacoma has been apart for 18 years. Yep. And that's over at Devious Customs now, right? It's over at Devious right now. Yeah. Jeff just did a back half on it with a Mazda RX-7 rear end, a Lexus V8. Um, Bobby James had already suicided the doors. The bed's all shaved. I sheet metal the bed floor. You know, it's fully shaved. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the list just goes, got a big giant rag top in it. You know, we did as Bill Hancock built me a set of, 20 inch Porsche alloys. So there's 28, 20 by eight and a half in the front, 20 by nine and a half in the back, you know, fucking awesome. So Ron Davis radiator in it. Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool little truck when I get it finished one day. Yeah. Well, that's what, yeah. Yeah. And you know what, um, what I thought was pretty cool is deviouscustoms.com. You can go out there and visit Jeff's site. Jeff helped me a lot on my Lincoln with some of the parts that he sells. Uh, they got compressors, they got everything. So, uh, deviouscustoms.com, hit up Jeff Davey. But I, for some reason, I got confused when I would see the the mini truck that Mike, or that, that, um, Mike Finnegan had, right? For some reason, oh, I kept thinking of your truck. White did trash. you? Oh, white trash. Okay. That now, that, okay. So that one did go to him. So that was a truck I bought from Little D from Dirt Every Day. Uh, okay. So I bought that truck for two grand from Little D as a driver. And I was actually getting ready to move to London. I was working at West Coast Customs, like, you're ready to move to London mm-hmm. um, to go do a shop out there for the Disney family. Wow. And um, so I started, you know, I, it was airbagged in the back over the axle and didn't have any air, you know, didn't have any compressor or anything in there. So I got with Via Air and they gave, got me some compressors. And, and then uh, Reno over at AccuAir sent me a, you know, Accurate kit for it. Mm-hmm. So we um, we bagged it and pulled it all apart and painted it white real quick. And I had had a set of wheels that were out of Santi that Santi had made for me that were for the Tacoma originally until we built those um, Porsche alloys. And um, 
just kind of threw the truck together and it sat in my garage while I lived in London. And then when I came back and I was working at um, Wheeler Dealer, Ant helped me get uh, a set of uh, Weber's for it. So we did some stuff to it real quick, put together. Uh, I took it out to um, LST two years ago and then I took it to uh, Forbidden Fantasy. I took it to a local show. But I wasn't driving the damn thing. It was just sitting. Yeah, you know? I mean, life, like you said, life gets in the way. You're busy, man. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I put on Facebook, think about selling white trash. You know, a couple of people, have, you know, said that they were interested in buying it. And then Finnegan sends me a, a message. Hey, man, you really serious about selling your truck? And I'm like, well, I'm thinking about it. He goes, well, what do you want for it? I go, oh, you know, I'm thinking 10. But for you, you know, we'll talk. You know, so we started going back and forth. And by the end of that phone call, <laughs> bought my truck. Nice. Yeah, you know? he's a mini trucker at heart. We've had him on. Great guy. Well, you know, it's funny because he was talking. He got inducted to the Hall of Fame at the same time as me. So we were sitting mm-hmm. next to each other on the, the induction thing. And he was talking about it. He goes, man, you know, the first show I went to when I got the job for mini truck and came out here, mini truck, and he came to a shop, out, out to a show out here in, in, in uh, Marietta that I was putting on the, another club that I used to be with. And oh, wow. uh, he came to cover that show. So his first thing on, you know, on, uh, on, on coming out, out to work for mini truck was, was a show that I was putting on. Yeah. Was he in the RV? <laughs> Remember when he came out from New York? Actually, he, drove, he was driving his truck, I believe. Oh then. yeah. Yeah. I think he towed so it he'd out, been out here something. for a little bit. Yeah. He'd been out here for a little bit or, you know, like maybe a week, you know, yeah, another guy that's very, you know, he's a humble guy. You know, he's he's had yes, he good is. success, but obviously a lot of hustle, you know? So, yeah, so for sure. He, you know, you know when we were getting, when we were being inducted to the Hall of Fame, so it was me, Steve Nielsen mm-hmm. from Altered Images, Ghetto Ryan, Ryan Evans from, yep. you know, from County, County Cars, and, and Finnegan. And the captain was inducting me, and he's all, yeah, did you ever think uh, <laughs> that uh, – that Ryan and, and, and Finnegan were going to be more famous than you. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, really I wasn't funny. able to be there that year, and um, I saw some of the highlights when uh, I think Radar had live streamed it through the our family at the West Coast Influence. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's so awesome to me to think back because you know I got in the trucks. It's about my twenty fifth year going to shows. Started really going to mini uh-huh. truck shows in ninety six and. You know, I a lot of my buddies back in the day were like, oh, man, you know, you traveled. Some of the Texas guys were like, man, you know, we see you everywhere. But, you know, to yeah. me, it was so important to go out and go to as many shows as I could because I met, you know, I have these stories like you do, um, you know, these relationships that we built. And then, you know, you fast forward 25 years, you know, you're you're dabbling in TV as you've done for a long time. And I love doing the podcasting because I can link up with someone like you. You know, we're, we may not be best friends, but, you know, I remember uh, – you know, just funny stuff, hanging out around you and things like that. And to me, that's what it's about, man. Kind of reflecting a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the, you know, people always go, "Oh yeah, well, you know, you don't bring your trucks to show." I haven't brought my truck anywhere in eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I go to I go to shows. I go to shows. I've been to shows. I've been to shows in, in England. I've been to shows in you know Germany. I've been to shows in Dubai. I've been to shows in you know Alabama. I've been to show. I've been to shows across this country pretty much, you know? Um, and it's great. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people I get, you know, I don't know them as well as I'd like to. And, you know, sometimes I can't remember. Yeah. every. Hey Alex, what's happening, man? And you're like, I'm like, I don't remember who you are. You know, you don't never say that. You feel bad because 
you know, I might have met a hundred people that weekend, yep. you know? So, well, our you know, buddy, you, you understand. Yep. Our buddy Joe Hernandez in the Airhead Nation Facebook group, he said, what, uh, he, so I asked any questions, a couple came in. What shows is Alex planning in 2021? Do you think you'll be able to sneak away? I know you got a busy schedule, maybe hit, um, you know, one and, and, you know, or Lone Star Throwdown. I know that's coming up too. Uh, yeah, LST is coming, coming. I've only missed one of them so far Awesome. since Radar and Lonnie started it. I, I'm, I'm not going to make it this year. You know, I've been, I've yep. been home since September from when we finished principal photography on Monster Garage, mm-hmm. the reboot. I'm getting a little stir crazy. I need to get out of the house. <laughs> um, me and my girl are planning to get married, um, on, you know, just after SEMA, November 5th. So that's in the works. We're planning Great. that right now. So that's taking up a little bit of my time. I'd like to say I'm going to try and hit battle at Bama. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, you know, it's all, you know, right now it's about putting money into the bank. Yep. You know, I'm going to have a hundred, you know, 150 people at my wedding and they all drink a lot. You know, I'm, and I plan on, you know, having plenty of booze for everybody. So <laughs> I love it, man. I definitely love it. Let me see here. Um, my buddy Ron from Hamburg Weekend Wear, of course, he had asked a little bit about uh, some of the Berlin stuff, so we did talk about that and the shows that you've been involved. Now, I can't end without – you brought up Wheeler Dealers. I don't know what it is. I I absolutely love the show. Now, they they weren't they – they were originally in England, and they came over to the U.S. I don't know what it is. Yes. that The show was well-produced. I've always liked the show, but my wife used to call the one guy, which I don't think you you worked with him over this side. Uh, the Oompa Loompa guy is who she called him because he had the big gloves, the orange ones over on the uh, the other okay, side of the pond. Okay, so pod. that's Ed 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 China. Yeah, yeah Ed and China I tell you what, here. I always liked when he was on there, but that's when did they? That was only when he was over in England, right? Or did he ever come? No, to the no, US? no. He came over here and did one season. They brought okay. the show over here. Him and Mike Brewer. He had quit the show over. Control. He oh. was trying to get more control of the show, so he quit. They, you know, Discovery Channel had bought the show from them, and okay. they own it now. And they're like, "Okay, you're you're gone. Bye." Um, they hired Ant Anstead and brought him over here from and England he's done to good. do the show. Yeah, and he's done well. Uh, I the thought. show's now over. The show's now going back to uh, England. They, okay. They're done with their run of it over here. Uh, they just finished principal photography about two weeks ago. Um, I did season 14, I believe, 13 or 14. They did two more after I left, but, you know, they were um, the people that, you know, that I'd hired, uh, Wookie and, you know, Kurt. Mm-hmm. So Kurt was on there. Uh, Dallas Elsie was on there for a while. You know, th- you know, all this stuff is done by a shadow garage yeah. that you don't see. Yep. Okay. You know, I hired that whole staff. Steve uh, Coyman was one of the mechanics. Um, and then crash was, was, you know, running the, 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 sh- the shop over there after I left. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, well, so, it, you know, I've worked on, let me, let me, let me, uh, you know, I did, I set up the diesel brothers shop season one. Ah. Um, I was there for, for about a year. What else, what else have I done? Yeah, I mean, it seems like, and then when I look at your Instagram, I mean, you know, I want to eventually have Pin on. I know his he used to go by, kind of Pin did it, but I mean, from everyone from Courtney to Adam from Severed, my brother, uh, Big Time Threads, of course, Pin did it, Santini, you know, Wes Allison, I mean, Bobby McCurdy, I mean, a lot of these OGs, man, I mean, it's just... It's crazy, dude. You have to at some point, maybe not right now. You you got this whole you know wedding stuff and, and congrats on all that. 
But man, you got to sit down at one point in your life and write a fucking book, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, dude. You know, um, there's a guy that he he lives in Japan now, and he does stuff for uh, a bunch of the bike magazines. Uh, but he worked on Monster Garage with me in the original thing, and he would, you know, we'd be talking, and I'd be starting to tell a story, and he'd say. Dude, you got to write a book. And now, yeah. As soon as I learn how to write, I will write a book. Well, you know, you get one of those ghost people that, can, you know, you tell them yeah, all the stories yeah. and they write it. But, you know, but seriously, man, I mean, you kind of have, and I mean this with all due respect, kind of this, like, this kind of, you know, like rock star, you know, and I know, you know, you don't look at it like that, but, you know, you've been around, you've done some cool stuff, you've dabbled, you know, you're, you're I've been, in. Bl- I've been blessed. I've yeah. been blessed for sure. You know, I mean, um, you know, when I was a kid, when I was, 14 years old i knew what i wanted to be i wanted to be a custom car painter i wanted to be like pete santini and back then you'd be lucky you know if you you know if you made 60 grand a year you know what i mean and and you know i've lived i've lived in london i've lived in germany i've lived in dubai in 2008 i was in 13 different countries in that one year damn you know so yeah you know i mean i've been truly truly blessed Mini trucking and custom cars has given me everything, man. Everything I've ever asked for and more. Yeah, and more. Yeah, a lot of good relationships. You know, guys that are with us, some that are unfortunately no longer. But, I mean, friendships that will last forever and stories that will honestly be passed down generations. And, uh, you know, it's great that you got your fam. You know, your daughter, like you said, I think is going to be 25. I, my daughter's going to be 25, and then I have a 10-year-old that lives in Berlin from when I was over there doing West Coast Customs in Berlin. Oh, wow. Awesome, man. So, yeah, my little my little German daughter, uh, Olivia. 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 Awesome, dude. Call her I mean, Olive. You know, you go back from the late 70s and the 80s, 90s, and you think about the decades, and you just keep knocking them down. And, I mean, I wish you all the success. I mean, I say it all the time to our guests, but, you know, someone like you, man, you know, you got a lot of connections, and... And I appreciate just as a as a as a fan, as a friend, as a homie, a colleague in the scene, being able to watch the content that you've dabbled in and you've been a part of. Because you know what, um, you know, it's it's what we love, and and who doesn't want to watch it? You know, so I I'd encourage everyone download the Discovery app, go out there, stream as much as you can, show these network heads that we love this shit. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I, I appreciate that because you know that's the next job I get or don't get. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, man. Well, I mean, dude, I want to just ask you, is there, I mean, is there anything else you wanted to share? Or, I mean, did I forget anything major? (laughs) Well, I just want to say this. I'm honored to be on this. The people that you've had on the past, the people that you will have, you know what I mean? And that anybody wants to hear my stories is, is, you know, it's, it's very cool. It's very cool. Like, uh, you know, it's a shining moment for me for sure. So I appreciate that. I want to see one of those uh, one of those Sal shirts for sure. Yeah. OLP. Oh, uh, we'll take Sal yeah, we'll take care sure. of that. And you know, we appreciate. <laughs> it. We've had a lot of OGs on, and uh, you know, we're going to have a lot more. And you know, uh, we, we've got some big names this year: Steve Stillwells and stuff that have been on our list, and even yourself. And you know, to be able to take the time and just kick back and reminisce a little bit. I got to say this: you're going to laugh. One, I went to SEMA like 2014, 2015, or 2015, 2016, uh-huh. and I was staying in a room. Next to where you were staying, okay, and I don't know if you remember, you you walked out in the hall the next night, and I said, "Holy shit, I couldn't even sleep last night." The fucking rock star party that was going on in there, <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, she was having a good time." Whoever was there, you know? that's, that's all I'm saying, man. If I need to edit it out, I will. But I was like, "Damn, this guy, man, he knows how to party." <laughs> so it's all good, man. It's all oh, I'm love. Sorry about that. No, sorry about no, that. no. It's all love. So man. next time for sure, we got it. You know, we. 
you know, we got to we got to get together. You know, yeah, we you're, uh, you know, you're out here in the Palm Springs area. You know, you know, I, I'm I'm right here. And, uh, you know, I do get around a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah, I got to make it out there. Our friend John Cashman works on the Lincoln Continental cars. He lives out on Palm Springs. I know Jeff a couple times has said, hey, if you come out, we'll do some podcasting out here. And I know he's a great guy. Riverside, yeah. you know, I don't know how far that is from there, though. It's not too far. Jeff's Jeff shops about maybe 40 miles. Okay. Um, you know, I got to get over there and see my truck and, and talk to him. And if you need help getting anybody else that, you know, that, yes. you know, that, that would be awesome. I, I'm always, I'm always happy to help. Yeah. Ruben Arteaga. Yeah. Ruben Arteaga yeah, helps Steve us a Silwell lot. Since, yep. What's that? I said, Ruben Arteaga, who, you know, oh, he yeah, helps yeah, a lot no. too. Yeah, I know Ruben. Yeah, yep. yeah. And Steve Stillwell, I've known since I was a kid at Santini. Oh, dude. When he was, when he was working for trucking. Yep. Yeah, he's an OG, and it'll be an honor to get him on. But I'll definitely keep in touch, man. And like I said, dude, it's it, it's great sitting down and joking around and having a good time, brother. Yeah, whatever I can do, anytime, give me a shout. Thank you for having me um, and boring all your audience to death. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, it's gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. Like I said on Seinfeld. It's gold. <laughs> well, let me know. Let me know what everybody says. I'd like to hear the feedback. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ratings are going up by the second. We appreciate that, Alex. All right, brother. We got you. All right. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Yo, so there you have it. It's a wrap. Man, it's hard going back and listening to that audio because I tell you, I had such a good time. I remember it vividly speaking with Alex. And, you know, I didn't say this earlier, but one thing that was really cool about Alex is he mentioned it that he would always try to pay it forward. So, like, if he was able to get in somewhere and he got his footing, he was always looking out for the next person. And we heard that, you know, in the Rob Rodell example. You know, Rob talked about it too a little bit when he was on. So tip of the cap to not only Rob and all the people over the course of time that Alex was able to network with, but to all of the NC members out there. I mean, there's a strong group, and many of you guys loved him like a brother. I've talked to some of you, and, you know, he's going to be dearly missed, and it's crazy. 100% he's gone way too soon. But I'll tell you this, man. I love the fact that Alex was always looking out, and that's important to me because, you know, as I've gotten older, a lot of the things that I always think about is paying it forward, you know, giving dues, you know, giving props to people that have done things that are great. And, you know, Alex may not, I mean, I don't know, he may not have had the most vehicles over the course of time, but like we've always told our kinfolk, in our local chapter that, you know, it's not the person that builds the most vehicles or has the most chrome or has the craziest vehicle that maybe makes the biggest impact in the scene. Like you can go to shows and, you know, not have a vehicle at every event, but, you know, you have your place in the scene, whether it's, you know, you're tied into the TV stuff, you're a photographer, you're maybe just a promoter that of course had some cool stuff over the years. But regardless, we all kind of play a role, so to speak, in this scene of ours and you know Alex certainly had a huge impact if you look at the thumbprint if you will that he left going even back to as much as some of us will laugh about the uh, pit my ride days you know again going back to that you know that was a springboard to a certain extent uh you know and obviously you could spin that a couple ways but you know to have Ryan chime in and the last thing I'll say you know again it was cool to see Ryan chime in Ryan had shared a video 
last year that we um, had kind of edited, that I had edited, that was from Steve Nielsen, right? That old VHS tape that I always talk about. And it was Ryan's Mazda back in 97, 98. And if it wasn't for Alex making the connection with Ryan, I, was, I got on the phone with him one day and talked to him for like 20 minutes just shooting the shit. Super cool, you know, off the record. And, you know, then Ryan obviously knew us, and then he shared that video at some point for us. And, you know, for him, the amount of followers he has over on West Coast Customs and, you know, at Ryan on Instagram, you know, that was a huge thing for us. But, again, it goes back to Alex because Alex was there going, hey, Jay, I know you want to get Ryan on. I know you want Ryan to tell a story. Ryan's a mini trucker. Let me connect you with him. Here's his information. Hit him up. I talked to him. You're going to be calling him. Like, dude. Again, that's the kind of guy Alex was, always looking out. So rest in peace, man. That's all I can say. Last thing, um, you know, you guys know I love music, hip-hop. We joke around a lot about it on this podcast, but uh, we lost a hip-hop West Coast guy, CPO. And many of you guys don't maybe know him. MC Ren produced his album back in the 90s, which, you know, he's kind of cut from that cloth of Eazy-E, NWA, all of that. Um, you know, a lot of unreleased stuff or stuff that isn't available on streaming is out there. Uh, he had a song, of course, on the Above the Rim soundtrack, but his one of his most famous songs was Ballad of the Menace, where MC Ren kills it on that track. If you, you know, available for streaming, if you've got streaming services, check out CPO. Uh, what was cool is he followed me, I think on Twitter, maybe even on Instagram, and he would chime in from here and there. And if I ever tagged him, like in you know, above the rim soundtrack or some other kind of obscure stuff, maybe his first album on LP, he would always either comment and say, hey, thanks. And he had some motivational stuff here and there, but, you know, uh, don't really know the cause of death, but rest in peace to him. You'll see me in my personal Instagram at BD94S10. Over the next week or so, probably pay a little bit of homage to him and, uh, you know, may not have been a household name, but certainly played a role in, in hip hop in the West Coast for sure. With that being said, have a safe weekend, everyone. Um, EBGD, right, Eastbound Get Down, is next weekend. Uh, We're looking forward to that. I'm not going to be able to make Franks this weekend. So Diesel Wheels, that whole uh, giveaway, uh, you can go on Diesel Wheels uh, Instagram and you can see how you can buy the tickets uh, for this weekend for the giveaways. So there's that. So I won't be there next weekend. And I'm also not going to make the bowling tournament, which is, you know, those two things are this weekend. Uh, just because I'm going to be laying low here, I've got a bunch of stuff I've got to do and, and get sorted out here. Um, and lastly, I think, thank you so much to Custom Car Show Productions. Their next event, of course, Orange Beach Invasion. And lastly, early February is Kern County Showdown. And of course, we'll talk to Corey more as we get closer to Mini Truck Showdown first weekend in Vegas. Next week, we'll try to cover those few shows. We didn't do it this one that we're going to be at this coming year. And with that being said, I've said way too much. Rest in peace, Alex. Rest in peace uh, to everybody out there that we're losing. Uh, Betty White, uh, Bob Saget. We didn't even get a chance to talk about that. We'll, We'll hit that next week. Be safe out there. Stay on the rise. And rest in peace, Alex. Who?